What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. What's up, Carter John? What's up, Daddy O? Not much, man. Not much. Uh, chilling out here in the Legacy Lounge. Back. Yeah, after a while. Yeah, after a hiatus, you know, uh, you know, real, real serious life seeps in. <laughs> yeah, it kind of gets in the way of all the fun shit. Right, and you know, the priority checklist, uh, it kind of gets pushed back a little bit. Yeah, it, it happens, man, but we're back now. Yep, new, year. new Year. Yep, get ready to jump off, jump off New Year. Time you know, to rock and roll. It's a great time to be reinvigorated. Yeah. Get right back into it. That's right. That's but, right. <laughs> at the same time, take a look back at 2016. Yeah. But, <laughs> we'll but get into you know, that. Hey, this is, you know, one year, dude. It so, is. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we got to, you know, we'll we'll approach that. Yeah, it is our anniversary. Right, right. So, um, you know, we had good, and now we're, you know, jumping off with a new one. Yeah, so. And that um, takes us into the chat. Yes, so welcome to the chat. Uh, it's our weekly look, in-depth look, at an aspect in pop culture. We're going in, we're going out, we're going up, we're going down. We're ranking, we're reviewing, we're rating. And this week we have a special look back at 2016, a movie that was ama- uh, movies that were amazing, super nerd-tastic year that was 2016. It was really one for the books. So this week's chat, we got the... Movie Nerd Countdown. 2016, baby. So what this is going to do, we're going to take the top 10 and an honorable mention. So 11 films, nerd films from 2016. Yep, you know, place. Superheroes, comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, the big blockbusters, and we're going to rate them. Yep, and we and the great thing about it is we had a a, a bevel of them. Yeah, there's a, a bevy, fuck I ton. Mean, yeah, so it was a good year. Yeah, that's kind of what brought this about. We we're like, damn, there's a lot of them. We should like we could do a whole show on just like the nerd movies. Yep, that's right, and that's kind of how we jumped off because you know going into 2016, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, setting the show off, we had a great year to... Yeah, because we talked about all the movies we're looking forward to in yep. episode zero. So this is actually, you know, a beautiful reflection of that. And kind yeah, of and us, all the great movies we got. Yeah, brings our, I guess, first season to a close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we had, you know, we had a great list. Yeah, yeah, man, and I'm looking forward to talking about all these movies. Yeah, I enjoy it. it's going to be cool. Yeah, and I just want to point out, of course, always the spoilers. We're talking about all these movies. They've been out. Um, and this is our list. You know, these are right. how we enjoy these movies. It's not critical. This yep. isn't fucking internet buzz. You know, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're the nerd movies. Yeah. But, you know, this is our ranking. This is how yeah. we saw them after seeing them. Exactly. And how we enjoyed them in retrospect now that we have the entire year right unfolded yep under our belt under our belt exactly (laughs) all right man so let's jump right into it first we have our honorable mention we'll touch on it quickly it's the only one you didn't get to see this year so i'll you know take the head on it but let's talk about fantastic beasts and where to find them 
for 24 hours that an unregistered wizard set magical beasts loose in New York? Yes. Where is this man? So, you're the guy with the case full of monsters, huh? Use travels first. Yeah, man. So we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Came out November 18th this year. And it was the first installment in the Harry Potter spinoff series that, you know, Warner Brothers is trying to milk on that teeth a little bit more. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. So, but that being said, we're just talking about the stickers on our, you know, producing cart. Yep. And one of them's Pothead. Yeah. <laughs> we are, I am. I've grown up with and through yeah. all the Harry Potter, die yeah. hard, fucking Gryffindor yeah. all day. So Yeah, I read you and I read the first book together. Exactly. And so I was looking forward to this movie. Right. Um, right. I saw it with my friends. You didn't not so much. You well, just didn't work out. Priority, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Timing. That's that timing we were talking about. Exactly. Uh at the beginning of the show. Yep. So I'll take the lead on this one. It was cool. Uh I enjoyed it. It it took me back into that world. It reminded me why I loved Harry Potter. Right. Um so, it was a fun movie overall. I enjoyed the creatures. They were super cool. Like, you would have loved that. Right. And, you know, and I I wanted to see the movie. Oh, yeah. You had no and, you know, qualms with yeah, it. Yeah, the, you know, the timing and the trailers that I saw, it's like, yes, yes, this is a movie that, yeah, the creatures, yeah. They're it, fucking it would be cool. cool. And, they're, and they're cutesy, and it's awesome, but it's right. magic, and you got the wands. Always, always. And what actually shocked me the most is the cast and the characters did a wonderful job. Uh, I really liked Eddie Redmayne as Newt Scalamander. Like, it's a new character. I wasn't invested in him nearly like I could be as Harry Potter. Like, right. I fucking loved that character. So right. just them being like, look, you'll like this guy, too, from this book you got at Target at <laughs> Christmas one time and read, like, 40 pages of. Like, that's what I had in my mind of Fantastic Beasts. I remember getting that book for Christmas one year at Target right. and be like, okay, this is cool. I'm going to go read Harry Potter again. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Wasn't the grabber, yeah. you know, uh, from a literature standpoint, written literature. Exactly. But that's a long way of saying Eddie Redmayne and, you know, Dan Fogel was in it. And I forget the chick's names. Let me pull it up real quick. To give them a shout out, it is Catherine Watterson and Allison Sudol. Uh, those are the four main leads. They did a really good job making me care about these characters. Right. It was a fun movie, and overall, I was not disappointed. And I'm looking forward to more. So right, I guess it exactly. did its job. And that, you know, and that's the key point, especially with Harry Potter, is is buying into their characters. Yeah. Because of the world that they're in. You have to you know? sell this fantastical world. Right. And if if you don't hit the characters, then it's it's like one of those, eh, you're missing something. Yeah, because that's your entry point into this world. So if you yeah. don't buy that, then none of it's sold. Yeah, it's, you, you, you're not building on a solid base. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Each one of these ranks, we're kind of going to put a period on by picking our favorite moment of the movie. Right. Uh, yep, kind yep, of as yep. a wrap-up going yeah. into the next one. So, since I'm the one who saw this, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> after everything being said about this movie, my favorite part was the very end when, uh, spoiler, 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 
Colin Farrell's character turns out to be Gella Grindelwald, played by Johnny Depp, who is the evil wizard who fought the young Dumbledore that is mentioned in uh, Harry Potter and the... What's the last one? Fuck. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Sorry. Yep. In that book. So that's a big thing of Dumbledore's past. So my favorite part of the movie was actually like, ooh, I know that guy. That's more Harry Potter. I like that. Right. So, yeah. like, that being said, I that enjoyed... That little tentacle. <laughs> exactly. I love the characters, and I loved Fanta- I like Fantastic Beasts as a movie, but my favorite part was, like, <gasps> Harry Potter. Yep, that, <laughs> yep, that, that tentacle to Harry Potter. Exactly. Always. So, and if you can do that, you got, it's a hook. It is, and it was at the end of the movie, so I'm going to go see the next one. Right. <laughs> All right, that was our honorable mention. Um, let's lead it right in with number 10. We have... 2016's reboot remake of Ghostbusters. That's okay. She seems peaceful. My name is Erin Gilbert, doctor of particle physics. Ah! That stuff went everywhere, by the way, in every crack. Very hard to wash off. So Ghostbusters, man. Uh, This came in last on our list. Uh, you didn't see this one in theaters. Uh, no. It wasn't until extended edition Blu-ray that I bought uh, that we got to watch it. Yep. Um, and overall, this movie, it was it was good. It was fine. It was fun. Yeah. But, you, you know, when you're rebooting uh, an original classic like Ghostbusters. Yeah, that is such a modern classic. Yep. You know, in the vein of something like Back to the Future where you're like, it's still kind of fresh. It's not Casablanca or never, not saying any of those movies need to be remade, but it's still yeah. in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Like, it, you don't, but it does. Why? Yeah. You, you kind of ask why. But at the same time. Uh, it does not deserve all the evil, evil fucking no, hate that was no, spewed about these ladies. Not at all. Because None. that being was said. Was not deserving. They're not the problem of this movie. No. Like, it was a fun movie. Like, I, those I four love, performances. I love those characters. Yeah, all four of those girls. Yep. Uh, you know, Kirsten Wig, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon yep. fucking killed it. Oh, yeah. I, I love their characters. And they're funny as shit. Yep, and then you just throw Thor in there. Chris Hemsworth was surprisingly hilarious right. as a bumbling idiot. Right. Um, like, it was a funny movie, but yes. it was just, at the end of the day, like... Uh, it's what they, it's what they you know, missed and tried to crowbar yeah. around the characters. Because the story wasn't great. No, it just wasn't a great movie. Right. Like, they were just like, go be funny. And it wasn't fair to the characters. No, because it was like, go be funny here. Now go be funny here. And it was just this, like, shoestring... Yeah. generic fucking sky beam hole in the 
fucking and you know in this universe you know, they, movie the special effects were good but it just seemed like that's what their concentration was about yeah it was too heavy and not enough of the slightly horror elements that ghostbusters right. had like exactly. there was suspense in that movie <laughs> right yeah there was there was times like yeah. whoa they just went like full cgi summer fucking yep. blockbuster yep. and we'll talk about that a lot on this list as we you know mention some of these films because All of them. I think that was a theme in 2016 yeah, overall it was. was just this big fucking massive cgi yeah fucking making it you know yeah. making it a uh, uh, how would you say uh kind of a Above and beyond what you, what you would look as as a concept, yeah, just because it's bigger doesn't mean it's it better. Better, exactly. So, and that's kind of you know the knock on some of these. Yeah, and like I said, that's going to be a reoccurring yeah. theme throughout these. But yeah, Ghostbusters, like those girls were fucking hysterical. Yeah, yeah. and I think if if this movie hadn't had to have lived up to yeah the original as a standalone, you know, original concept. I th- I think it was it was great. Yes. I really do. Like I think there the right pieces were there. Yep. It was just a lot of fucking pressure put on you by calling it Ghostbusters. Right. And that's not fair to anybody. But I came in with an open mind and yeah, because those characters, those yeah. women, I, I you know, you know. Yeah, I love all SNL. I love yep. all of them on SNL. They're all fucking top notch stitches yeah. all the time. Top notch. So, um, yeah. Really, anything else, dude? No, uh, I guess pick our favorite part. Yeah, the favorite scene or, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, Mine would be uh, when the new Ecto-1 pulls Yeah, I think that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, the the caddy. I I really enjoyed the hearse. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it looked cool. Yeah. With the red back. Man, it fit perfect. Yeah, and it it was the perfect kind of nod. And Right. It was something the movie got right. Yep. It was nod and new. Yep. It was like, look what we're doing. We know what it looks like, but it's our spin on it. Yep. And I respected that. Yep. And and, and you know, to me, it just looked cool. And at the end of the day, you can't say you can say what you want about the story. Like we got to see Slimer drive the Ecto one, and right. that was kind of cool. <laughs> so yeah, I can agree with that pick. That was a good. That was right. a good best. And, and to me, that was kind of a play on the cartoon. Yeah, dude, because that's you know, what, ooh, yeah. I used to watch the fuck out of it. It was called The Real Ghostbusters. Yep. Oh, and drink Ecto Cooler for days. 90s kids, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> the best. Oh, shit. But, yeah, okay, so that's number 10, Ghostbusters. Yep. Chugging right along. Number nine, we have the, um, what could I say? Nothing too exciting. We'll just call it Brian Singer's next X-Men movie, uh, X-Men right. Apocalypse. <laughs> Things are better. The world is better. Just because there's not a war doesn't mean there's peace. He's coming. Some call him Apocalypse. He was some kind of god. For thousands of years, he's been amassing mutants to take their powers. He always had four followers. Like the four horsemen. Okay, uh, as you can tell from my intro, uh, 
This is X-Men Apocalypse, and I'm none too thrilled about this movie or talking about this movie. Yeah. Well, and it shows it came in on number nine out of ten. Yeah. And this is the one that really has um, been hurt the most by time. Yeah. From 2016. Because uh, if you listen to our review, plug, 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 uh, a few episodes back, like we liked it. We say yeah. we liked it. Looking forward to it. It was, yeah, yeah it man. like you, brought, you were bringing in Apocalypse. Yeah, it was Brian Singer bringing in Apocalypse with the new X-Men, the kids. Yeah, uh, coming together, you know, starting to become form. Yeah, with the Four Horsemen. It yeah. had the X-Men pieces to look awesome. Oh, it yeah. Nightcrawler, to- had Cyclops, Beast, Wolverine cameo. Like, it had all my favorite x-men yeah this could have been the springboard to the next generation exactly and we liked it at the time because we you know roses colored glasses you and all were that stuff expecting you know yeah. yeah uh but i watched it again when i bought it and i was underwhelmed severely and it made me angry uh <laughs> and let me explain that a little bit uh it just stirred up a bunch of shit like i watched it and i was like okay I had just recently watched both Civil War and Batman vs. Superman again. I was just, right. you know, kind of watching all my new Blu-rays and shit. Um, so, those are comic book movies. And we'll talk right. about them later on the list. But we live in 2016 now. Both yep. those kind of movies can exist. And watching X-Men Apocalypse again, it's another, you know, leather-clad fucking X-Men movie. Yeah, that's not going to carry. It, it's going to become insignificant, basically, and another black eye on the X-Men whole yeah. thing that they've done. It's, it's not, well, this isn't 2000 anymore. Like, you can put them in costumes. You can make it comic book. Yeah. Go there. You, you, yep, you take that step. Yeah. It, the, it can be done. There's a fucking Ant-Man movie. Right. You don't need to shy back on, like, Cyclops' costume. Right. Or yeah, you, Nightcrawler. You need, they, yeah, they, they're they the X-Men, dude. Yeah, and they're my favorite, like, dude, they were my original intro into the Marvel Universe universe they are my all-time favorite and it's just sad that well you got another movie that didn't go where it needed to yeah and and how many have we had and fox just keeps pumping these out because they make enough money to make the next one and it's starting to frustrate me because it's fe- affecting the x-men in the comic books they're not as focused anymore right. the inhumans are getting more play because marvel and disney own that right. so it has you know more value to them it's it's the more I think about it, it kind of just pisses me off. Right. And I don't they're, like to get you angry. Know, they, there's the possibility that you know they could be killing off a line because of bad movies. Yeah, and that's a bummer to me. And and it's and not I this, love their, all the X Men, all the characters. Yeah, dude. You know they're like, so cool. They're fucking tattooed on my arm for God's yeah. sakes. Uh, but and it's not fair to this movie because it is an average to fun. X-Men movie. Like, there's some cool parts like, oh, look at Nightcrawler teleporting, and they're all together, and the Logan scene is really cool. Yeah. There's some- and, and visually, and I, I, you know, 
Apocalypse was cool to me. Yeah, like he's Oscar Isaac playing Apocalypse. That should fucking be awesome, and it is in certain aspects. But then there's ja, just... Uh, it's what the movie invokes, and it's right. just another like, oh, that's almost there. Right. I'm going to go watch a Marvel movie. Yeah, like because it is there. Yeah, that's a comic book. I'm yeah. a comic book guy. And they, could, and they could do it. It's there. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you can't shy back now. No, like that. Are, the world's willing to accept it. Just go there. And I don't want to yeah. sit on my high horse, but it's just disappointing because the version, and I understand that's his versions of the characters. I just think, well, it, and it's it'll always, work. You and, don't you know, need it always to. Seems like they, they, they. It's an origin story almost, and it's always a tease. You're like, ah, yeah, ah. you don't get enough to really. It, where it really grabs yeah. you and said, this is, this is, this is X-Men. And I've been invested in this year for 16 years now. Yeah. And I'm like going on 17 and I'm like, just do it. Right. Fucking do make it. Happen. I'm like, yeah, pent up, like pent up life of fucking <laughs> teasing. You're like, no. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, to have it kind of fall flat is just yeah. disappointing. It is. It is. Um, you know, and, and being at number nine, you know, Hey, it, out of all these other Good movies we had, number nine, that's... That expresses our... Yeah, right there, the frustration. And, you know, you look at the list coming from here, it's the only one that actually, you know, invokes this sort of reaction. The right. rest of them, we've all... Uh, yeah, really enjoyed. enjoyed. We look forward to. And, yeah. And we really enjoyed. And we just... And it made it. it hard. Yeah. It really did. Okay, so before we go on to the rest of the list, let's pick our favorite uh, part of X-Men Apocalypse. And... <laughs> I can well, think- this this kind of plays right into how we feel about it. Exactly. The best part of that movie is the last, like, 30 fucking seconds. Yes. When they're finally the X-Men. Yeah. You're like, look, here you go. Yeah. 16 years. Movie's over. You're like, son yep. of a motherfucking bitch. Yeah. And, and for me, what, what kind of ruined that whole thing was J-Law. Was leading them. Mystique. Oh, that's and, and, you know, and that's another thing. She's not... Uh, Mystique's a bad guy <laughs> right. on Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Cyclops... And and I know I'm in the minority, but I am a massive Scott Summers Cyclops fan. Oh, yeah. Like he's I said... The, he's, the ma- he's the leader. Tattooed on my arm. Yeah, like, he is... You know, he, he's the leader of the X-Men. Like, you close your eyes and say the world X-Men... Boom! That yeah, him Cyclops. in that blue and yellow costume yeah. pops into my head and with the red lasers. Yeah, but the best part of the movie was seeing the almost comic accurate costumes and right. them standing there in the danger room about to take on a sentinel. I yep. will give it that. But, but that was thirty five, seconds. Yeah, the last thirty seconds of the movie yeah. we had to fucking where they could have done that in the beginning. I know. And carried it all the way through the movie, yeah. the battle. That would have made the battle scene even that much better, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Because they were mixed and matched, you know. They, they, they would have been suits. They would have been throwing down as the X-Men against Apocalypse. Yeah, and it was just disappointing because yeah. in a movie that had the awesome, you know, Quicksilver again and things oh. that worked in Days of Future Past, yep. I was just like watching it again on Blu-ray and it was time and I was just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, this is <laughs> cool, it. but like, ugh. Yeah. It just it fell flat and short. It made me a grumbly little nerd, and I don't like to do that, man. No, That's not cool. Because this is, you know, the, this is our world. This is, you know, this is our the fun side of our life. I'm supposed to be fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. Nah. No, I don't want to be sad That's about not this. Cool. No. <laughs> I, you know, I want more, but I don't want more of that. Yeah. All right, just do it. Do it next time. Right. I got you, singer. <laughs> All right. Okay. So moving on. Number eight, we have. 
the third and fourth one two third entry into the DCEU with August's Suicide Squad. <laughs> build a team of some very bad people who I think can do some good. Y'all jokers must be crazy. Irritator vex me. I'm known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you. You die. All right, man. Number eight, Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah, like uh, we talked about in X Men Apocalypse, this that was kind of the line drawn of movies we didn't like. Right, weren't we're, weren't real happy. With yeah. That. From here on out, we enjoyed these movies. Uh, starting with Suicide Squad, uh, it was fun, man. Yeah. I went exactly. to the theater. What, what I wanted, what I was expecting, I got from Yeah, it, it was just batshit crazy fun. Uh, yep. No one liked it, the critics-wise. Jesus, it was uh, one of those years yeah. for DC. As everyone knows, we don't have to talk about it because the internet is fucking, Talking enough about yeah, it. Yeah, beat it to death by this point. Yeah, just whoop that horse. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers do not like this movie. And it's been quite clear, but I came out of it. I understand why people do not like it. Oh, yeah. It oh, is, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's clear. Oh, my God. Like, I completely fucking understand it. And as a film, I can s- agree. Right. And that's kind it's, of why it falls to number eight. Right. Yeah. Because you watch it again, and it does play like a two-hour music video. Yeah. With some yeah. shady plot holes and a bad ending. Yeah. Yeah, the whole, you know, the whole bad guy to me, I just was... Oh, the Enchantress fucking blue. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm going to own up to that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be that bad, but no, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't impressed. I didn't no. really, that whole storyline just... Coolest eh. part with her was when she fucking did the hand flip thing at the very beginning. I was like, oh, that was awesome. This movie, yeah. She's going to be cool. No, no, she's not. Yeah. But, you know, uh, when she changes, it's, yeah, but that happened in the beginning, yeah, and then... Yeah. She was all balloon dancey belly shit. Toward, yeah, nah. and the CGI didn't even look Sky good Sky beam, yeah, but whatever. Uh, that's the only issue I... That yeah. being said, like, God, man, I like the two-hour music video with Yeah, Harley the ride. Quinn. Yeah. It was a wonderful <laughs> ride. It was right up our alley. Those yeah. are all our jams. We're classic rock fans, so... Yeah. The characters, they hit the characters. Yeah. Margot Robbie, Robbie did a awesome job as Harley Quinn. I yeah. fucking loved her. And that was, and see, we go back. That was going to be, that was my big question. Yeah. Was about she, how she, because, you know, Harley, for me, in the in the Batman universe is one of, uh, you know, right there with the Joker as far as bad guy. Well, and yeah, for uh, me and you, especially in this podcast, it's everything. It's Batman the Animated Series. It's where it all stems yeah. from is that character, that television show birthed all of what we talk about now. That's right. Like, so, yeah, that character for both of us is extremely important. And right. 
I was pleased. Yes. Yes. She, yeah, she was just, she was just so cool. Yeah. And people have knocked their look, knocked the attitude, but and it's, we talked about it on our Suicide Squad review. We were also in the extreme minority where we're Debbie Harry fans yeah. and Blondie's fucking awesome. Yeah. So why wouldn't this be awesome? Yeah, she's modeled after <laughs> Blondie, so that just so happens to be a Venn diagram of amazingness for us. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it all, just, it's all interconnected. Yeah. So like I get comics people who are like, eh, she doesn't look like the comics, and I get that, but I like uh, that inspiration. Yeah. Um, well, and it goes back to what, you know, the comment we, we made about Batman and the in the, the original comics about this. This is kind of modern day. Yeah. This is the day. She's you know, she's a street. Yeah, and uh, bad guy. Exactly, and we got to see the court jester outfit briefly, and yep. this looks better. Mm-hmm. It looked kind of clunky on screen. Yeah, yeah, and not to sound hypocritical from X Men Apocalypse saying we didn't like how they took their costumes because they used Liberty and didn't follow the comics, but um, these adapted the costumes from the comics in a better way it right. didn't dull them down into flight suits it made them more grandiose it, well they're, they're all individual yeah and and seeing that's the you it know gave them attitude and the x-men that's where they missed no because they, it was they, generic it was, as fuck yeah, exactly and harley's really the only one that actually had a change from the comics right. and if you look at the new 52 and kind of modern interpretations the arkham it does it's an amalgamation of those and her look changes so often anyway exactly and that's what i was going to say you know go you know into any comic book store and look at harley quinn she's different yeah but deadshot oh my god will smith i want to touch on that was the will smith of we talked about 90s dude like holding it down that was men in black one will smith that was fresh prince of bel-air that was the will smith of my childhood where just fucking melted with charisma just right yeah that dude oozes cool and then the quips with as deadshot just being a badass character on top of being will smith like (laughs) right but he didn't too much Will Smith, right? And, and and that you know it goes back to our original review was how was that you know was he going to be too big? Yeah, was he going to be the main character where they're selling Harley Quinn? Exactly, dude. That was the perfect. Was it? Would he be too big? But no, he walked that line well. And, and they all and and that was what was so cool about it. Yeah, is he had his moments. You knew, you know. Yeah, he was going to be you know one of the leader guys. But that's kind of the the that's you know what he is. That's what yeah. Deadshot is. Exactly. You know, so that was expected. But he didn't overshadow. No, he didn't overwhelm. And, you know, super A list Will Smith. Yeah, the actor. this didn't become Deadshot and the Suicide Squad. Right. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. So those are two f- favorite parts, and you know, obviously. We want to touch on Jared Leto, another oh my god, just divisive. Either oh, people are right like, down, yeah, he's awesome, I mean, but most people are like, fuck you, fuck that, fuck Jared Leto, fuck everybody yeah. with tattoos and green hair. Like, dude, people are pissed. Uh, and so, you know what? And and after all of this, yeah, it came down to he scared people. Yeah, dude, that's what like. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little too intense for people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is the perfect way of putting it. Yeah, he fucking scared people. And But it's the Joker and that was my my yeah. whole point behind it. And I was it like It is the Joker. I was like 
I never got to that point, and we're fucking weird punk rock Debbie <laughs> Harry loving yeah, fu- motherfuckers. So and while I, most of the time, most when shit like that gets weird and stuff, yeah, and most people shy away, we're like looking wow. at dead in the face and like. I want more of that. Yeah, wow. Like, that's fucking... This is cool. Yeah, so he, him going so weird and fucking hardcore. And yeah. It, with the tattoos. We're tattoo and people. And it fits tattoo that culture. universe. It was cool, man. It worked for me. And, I, you know, and the great thing is, is and we, and we got Batman, but he fits with that Batman. Like, I like That it. was established. I like the dynamic. Yeah. They look... Uh, all three, him, Harley, and Batman, like, looked yeah. good together in that scene. Yeah. I mean, and it's crazy because I've had conversations with people about this movie. And it's two ends of the spectrum, dude. Yeah. Someone will be like, and it's actually most people, we are in the minority on this. Like, they hate the hand tattoo. Like, that was fucking oh, stupid. And I'm like, dude, no. that was, like, my favorite part of the yeah, goddamn he movie. holds it up and talks through it I and laughs. Like, That's it's creepy like, and awesome. Yeah. But that fit that whole Joker mystique that scared everybody. Yeah, man. I thought it was a new, weird thing. It was thing. the Joker. It and makes that's sense. The, the way you have to initially look at it, it's the Joker. He's an insane he, criminal. He's over the top. Look at insane, like, yeah. insane criminal. That would be, like, he'd be tattooed. Like, that's yeah. so cool. But yet swap. For our day. And he looks good in the tuxedo. Like, oh, just the color. Yeah. You know, the coloring of him. You know, his, that hair is just so cool. The way it's slicked yeah. back. It gives him that, that finished look. It does, dude. Knowing that he's just complete. Wacko, psycho, yeah, yeah, nut job. But it it landed for me, man. Yeah, and I know we're in the minority, but I enjoyed him in the film. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready for more. Yeah, him, Deadshot, and Margot Robbie were above and beyond amazingness. Followed by what I feel is the scene stealer. I loved Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Yeah, just a shady dude. Shady fucking Australian. He's like, carrying a pink unicorn, right? Yeah, fucking with pink unicorn fetish. And he's like, uh, 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 yeah, dude, just funny, like popping beers. Yeah. And always trying to scheme. Looking looking for an angle. Yeah. (laughs) And he showed up with the like my favorite cameo and a movie ever oh yeah well yeah gotta talk call about it out that. dude the flash was so fucking cool i did not i didn't i stayed away from that spoiler so hard yeah i, I didn't I, see I it did not want to know they said like special cameo in the justice league i was like i don't want to know i don't want to know no nope. so going in and the flash being we know one of my top two favorite dc yep. superheroes Right behind Batman and like seeing the Flash, Ezra Miller, right come in and, and do take his down thing. Captain Boomerang. It was awesome, yep. dude. And Jai Courtney was funny. Yep, he was Australian. He threw boomerangs. I wish he would have done more badass shit with with the, the boomerangs rather of just than his knives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was slightly disappointing. But the character was cool as shit, yep. and I want to see him in the Flash movie. Yep, that there, there you go. Boom, fact. So, but you know all the characters. I I yeah. enjoyed all, Diablo was cool. He was. You know I liked I liked the way he carried that. And I didn't have much stock in that character before. I didn't really know right. him. And, and Killer Croc was cool. Yeah, I'm he was beautiful. Funny. I wish he was bigger. Uh, right. That's that, that's one nitpick I'm going to give on when I watch the movie. I wish he was hulking. Right. Because that would. Um, what this universe really needs to do with its Batman is take him a half a step above like 
it, making Killer Croc like eight feet tall, even if he's CGI or something. Right. They did it with a hog. Give, so why well, could he yeah, see? But making him like that and this massive badass figure automatically gives Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne and Batman more stock as a um extra normal threat, not right. just against gangsters oh, a, a, a and formidable foe. When he's going to be fighting aliens and shit right. in the future. Got, like, yeah, you got to give you know that, yeah, that, a, that prop to it. Yeah, a little choice like that goes a long way in developing both characters. That's right, and moving know? forward. So when I watch that, uh, that's a nitpick I'm going to kind of throw out there. But I, I think it makes sense, my idea. That's narcissistic, right. but whatever. <laughs> well, but you know, you, you know when yeah, when you talk about you know Killer Croc, you're talking about this hulking yeah. giant <laughs> half half, and it gives Batman more cred in fighting, throwing down with it. it yeah, and not just fighting gu- uh, dudes with guns like right. these big monster things that wear right. yeah. if he, this flying parademon, and all we've seen him take down is some guys with guns and. Shit. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't What's he gonna keep do? Batman's cred at that level of Wonder Man, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Yeah, even though he did fight Superman, and that was the entire purpose of that. I mean, he kind of right. cheated, though. <laughs> but but the, you know, but these are characters that tie to Batman. I'm, it could have been an extra layer, but whatever. I didn't mind him the way he was. He was cool. Yeah, he was. Funny. He was still big. You know, did his thing. Yeah, I still really hate that quick scene where he scuffles into the water awkwardly as fuck. Oh, it was. Right. It just didn't. Oh. I'm in the sewers. And you're like, whoa, that was weird. Why? Just dive. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, well, you know, I guess they wanted to push that concept of he still has that animal in him. Yes, but they could have made it look cooler. Yeah. Uh, That was just poor choice. Uh, Katana didn't have much to do, but she looked cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's throwing down with the sword. I like the arrow version better, though. But I also loved that chick who played her in the Wolverine. I oh, think it's like yeah. Fuyama or some shit like that. Right. Or, yep. Uh, but overall, yeah, Suicide Squad was a, a fun movie. What I, you know, what I wanted to see, what I was expecting, yeah. and I was entertained and I enjoyed it. Yeah, man, I enjoyed. It was one of the most fun times I had in the theater. Uh, all year, I saw it four times in the theater. It was just fun yeah, to watch fun. on the big screen. It's loud. Exactly. It's obnoxious. It's yeah. right up color. My yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a good fucking fun popcorn flick. That's right. Uh, okay, but uh, but oh, oh yeah, of, favorite ooh. scene. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, favorite scene. Yeah, you, you uh, we talked about this beforehand. Um, and yeah, you came up with a perfect idea. I you was know, like, yeah, that's it. You know, it's the whole scene between Joker and Harley in the chemical plant. Yeah, the, the essential baptism. Yeah. And that from the time, you know, they start talking on yeah. up on the platform all the way through to when he's coming up out of the acid holding her yeah. with the color. And it's it's like the the hand tattoo again. Yeah. It's like, would you di- would you die for me? Yes, that's too easy. Would you live for me? And then he gives this like speech, baptism speech, right. with the tattoo over her mouth. Throws her in, and she jumps in there, and he fucking goes to leave. Yeah, he's like, okay, like, that's kind of cool. Like it gives, and he's like, all right, I'll go back. Yeah, and, then, oh, uh, and it's just beautiful and artistic. Yeah, and the way he, he the way he dives in, yeah. and, and you know, and and coming out of the acid with the color, yeah, it's, her, it's and then they kiss. It's, it's just ah, oh, yeah, that's a, you yeah, know, that was fun. Come on, yeah, well, that one and the flash. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And them two in the Alex Ross tuxedo and classic oh, and, costume. And, and, and yeah, and so honorable dancing. mention on the side. We got we got to throw some scratch that way. And Run. Batman. Yeah, of course. But see, but the thing about it is, is you know, all of those scenes are Joker and Holly. Oh, of course, yeah. D- dude. <laughs> newsflash: That's what I wanted out of this movie. I wasn't going like, "Fuck you, yeah, give me some El Diablo." Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nah. That's... Do I want to see? You know, I wanted to see, but you know, do uh, how many boomerangs are you going to see? Yeah, like that was a lot lower on the totem pole than Harley going batsy batsy batsy. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> I was like, you're ruining date night. I was like, yep. There's the money <laughs> out the pocket. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it had those, more. It had more. The, yeah, talking about a movie that was essentially a two-hour music video we do have to talk about moments a lot more because it was just a bunch of fucking moments that's right yeah (laughs) kind of thrown together okay uh yeah that was number eight suicide squad chugging right along down the list let's go on to number seven uh released july 22nd we have star trek beyond you really want to head back out there huh What the hell is this? They're boarding us. Abandon ship! Oh my god. Alright man, number seven, Star Trek Beyond. Uh, it's the third one in this new series. With the new characters. Kind yeah. Of a, um, a reboot. Yeah, universe. Right. Uh, I forget what it's called. Fuck. Uh, there's a term they gave to it. Uh, I think it's the name of uh, Chris Hemsworth's ship in the first one. Whatever. Oh, God, it's going to bother me. Okay, so, but this is the first one not directed by J.J. Abrams. Uh, it was directed by Justin Lin, the dude who does all the Fast and the Furious shit. Yep. Um, and, and that was kind of a question going into it. Well, yeah, I think to start off, is it going to be, you know, the fast and furious, the, all that explosion, badassness. Yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was also, uh, awesome. Great story. It was a cool Star Trek movie. Like, dude, I think I can, I love these Star Trek movies. Right. Like I'm thinking about like, I've watched the fuck out of these Star Trek movies. Yeah. And, and the, the critical thing is, is they hit the characters. Oh yeah. Cause, uh, I want to preface this with saying like Star Trek into darkness was like my surprise. One of my favorite movies of like 2013 or whenever it came out. Right. Yeah. The one with Cumbersnatch. Yeah. I was in the minority on that one. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Great movie. It was so cool. Um, but yeah, this one was fucking fun. Yeah. It was Fast and the Furious-y, but whatever. But it worked. Yeah. With the way it was. And, and, and you, what, with Simon Pegg? Yeah, wrote it. Yeah. So it was quippy and smart, and Simon Pegg, I worship the altar of fucking him and Edgar Wright, who do, uh, Shaun of the Dead, and at World's End, I think, and Hot Fuzz, and all those movies. Right. So, Yeah. That's good pedigree by me. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was, it was to me when I came out of it, my, my opinion, my thought was this was a good Star Trek movie. Like, holy shit. Like, seriously, it sounds slightly demeaning, but you mean it. In the, I understand how yeah. you mean it because it feels like a Star Trek episode. Yeah. Like, they do this thing, they go to a planet, the shit right. happens, they go back. Like, boom. It's, exactly. It feels, and then you know, and then you know that 
there's going to be another episode. Yeah, like the, if you, it's one of their missions on their That's five right. year mission. Like yeah. it felt like that. They were yeah. out in space the whole time. There were no Earth. Ryan, this was, you know, and, and that's what we got, in, uh, you know, up front was how that affects you. Yeah, dude. Being gone that long and doing all the shit that they did. And, yeah, and questioning, you know, wow. Yeah, what's the point of all this? Yeah. It's yeah. just more. Right. Just to find more. Just There's just right. more shit. It just, yeah, it, you know, you start looking at infinity as a... You know, a possibility. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was done really well. Like, yeah. I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. Like, I, yep. all three of them, I've been like, okay, cool, another Star Trek movie. And then I go in, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Again, I underestimated how much I was going to like that. Yeah. And we and, saw. And then that's the thing is, you know, Star Trek is kind of just bounced along with all of this, you know, comic book, Marvel, yeah. DC stuff. As a slight and, and, resurgence. Yeah, and, and been really good. Yeah, just kind of rode the wake of the geek wave. Right. But being, you know, a leader of, of the geek wave. Really, really solid movies. Yeah. Um, and this one's great. Much enjoyable. I loved uh, the chick who played, what's her name, the alien. Da, 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 da. Uh, uh, Sophia Butella, who played uh, Jayla, yep, the right. white alien, but she yeah. was also the um, chick from Kingsman who had the half uh, oh, yeah, razor the, legs. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, she was super funny and yeah. super cool as that alien. And fit real well with the crew. Yep. And uh, especially with Scotty. Yeah. Because Scotty's know, then, my favorite character. Yeah, Simon the whole Peg. interaction there. And. He, it was more Scotty focused because I mean Simon Pegg wrote the script, right? But you know, but Scotty, if you you go back, Scotty's always had that you know that role. Yeah, you know you you've had you Kirk, Spock, Scotty, and Bones. Yep, you, those those guys kind of you know led the way. Yeah, and I love Simon Pegg, so I was okay with that. Right, but it was it was a fucking fun Star Wars, um, Star yeah. Trek movie. Excuse me. Uh, and then it, you had Idris Elba as the villain. Yeah, I'd say he'd be the weakest part. Uh, yeah, that was. If you ask me, the whole yeah, the whole bad guy. Yeah, was I've, kind of confusing. I was about to say, I was like, yeah, I, I've seen it three, four times now, uh, and I'm still like, okay. He was just angry as fuck because right. he was a general and they made him a captain. He never really wanted to do that. Why is he so angry? Right. And, it, you know, in this whole alien thing, how it all He's came about. He's transferring, like, life forces to himself that turns him into an alien. Then he starts eating the Star Trek crew's crew humans, so he starts turning back into a human. I think, it, yeah. It, that was the only part that. But he was so, like, he was menacing and. When yeah, when he, when he was actually part of what was going on, oh, he was cool bad guy. Yeah, like I didn't cool mind him. bad guy. Like he was it good just his get... story just was kind of kind of sputtered. Yeah, and him against Kirk at the end and like the zero gravity fight and shit. Oh, it was super cool. Yeah, super cool movie. Yeah, and and and, and what I really liked about it is you got these different pair ups. Yeah, you had what four pair ups in this movie it was like, that were kind of unexpected. Bones and Spock. Which I loved because Carl Urban's oh, bones, both of them, and Zachary. Yeah. Like that's uh, what you say yeah. about this is their casting has just been spot on. Yeah, the characters they've hit. Yeah, as a fan of the originals yeah, and all that stuff. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so you had Bones and uh, Spock. Spock. You had Kirk uh, and uh, Chekhov. Chekhov. Scotty and the new alien. Right. 
and, and then, then um, Sulu and Uhura were captured. Right. So yeah, it was really you. And they all and we got these four different you know, dynamics the, yeah. within these characters. We've all yeah, exactly. And that's you know how the movie moved is that you would you were bouncing between these really cool pair ups and what was going on. Yeah, because it's I mean it's very similar. Like everyone's got that like group of like six close friends. Yeah, but you're always closer with someone in that group than someone else, right? Exactly. So and it's switching it up and seeing different yeah, it dynamics. Threw it, yeah, you know, they kind of you know threw the dice and you know matched the two numbers up and the, hey, these are the pair. Yeah, and it gave you a really cool dynamic to those those characters because you usually you know obviously see like Kirk with Spock, right? Like, and that's what we're used to. So yeah, it, yeah and him and uh, Spock and Bones were hilarious like because uh, i really i that's that's the pair i enjoy they just always give each other so, so much, much shit dude. yeah <laughs> yeah intellectual shit yeah he's like you vulcan bastard <laughs> i should let you die <laughs> and bones is like <laughs> when they steal the ship at the end and shit it's just yeah and and it goes and what you're talking about goes right back to you know the perfect matchup of the characters. It was and man, it came out at the end of July in a summer that was kind of dull there in the middle. Right, because we had a big rush up front. Yeah, and then it kind of tapered off, and then a big rush in the fall and winter. Yeah, so it was a so, solid number seven, man. It's a fun movie. Like I said, I've rewatched yeah. it four fucking times, and. Yep. I got it on fucking 4K HD. Oh, it's great on the TV. Hell yeah. After we saw it in IMAX 3D. Yeah, 3D. Oh, in IMAX 3D, it was mind-blowing. Yeah. And that kind of just leads to, you know, our final scene that we picked. Yeah, the favorite. this movie was, and it's another one of those niche things in a movie. It's going to be like, this is the year of like, damn, they really like made this shit for us. <laughs> exactly. It feel, it's selfish to say, but it feels that way. Because... Our favorite scene in the climax of this fucking movie is this giant spaceship battle where the entire MacGuffin that destroys the army is the Beastie Boys, dude. Sabotaged by the Beastie Boys. Because of the frequency. Yes, and it's just the Enterprise. No, not the Enterprise. The Franklin. Yeah, the original. Yeah, that they fucking just fly on this wave. And it looks like a surf. They're they're surfing this wave of, of... robots yeah just rocking out to sabotage right, just dude. blowing it up it's and, so yeah. fucking yeah. cool it uh and, you know if you ask me it's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of the year yeah it is it's a definitely because it. you don't see no. sabotage coming you knew there was going to be rock because yeah. that there was something and it was that, in the trailer but i yeah. figured it was a trailer song right exactly but to have it happen at the critical yeah. moment of saving you know saving earth or the space station yeah and space basically Sta- <laughs> throwing back to our review of star trek space station steve because we could never remember, <laughs> remember what, what they called yeah. it yeah <laughs> but you know but yeah just that scene of you know the ship going surfing oh, and just sabotage is rocking i mean they oh, just rocked. and it was pumping in the imax yeah, theater dude with that digital rocking. sound yeah 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 but Hell it's you yes. know but for us you know when we look at movies um and, and you know and i especially it's not only the visual but what kind of soundtrack does well, it have the music that goes with it. and then something like the beastie boys where we are massive massive it's, rest in peace uh fucking mca like yep. 
we're massive Beastie Boys, Boys fans. Fan. And it's just one of those another Venn diagram things where you're like, hey, I didn't know this peanut butter went with this chocolate. <laughs> right. But the taste's great together. That's like, right. This is awesome. It's Star Trek and Beastie Boys. And yeah. it just it hit the button. And saving, you know, saving the universe. It, and it was rock star. It yeah. was a great, fun movie. Yes, it was. And, and you know, it allows us to see that this is going forward. Well, we'll see about that because it didn't make a lot of money. Dude. Well, but and see, unfortunately, and, you know, and that becomes you know the problem with yeah, and a and, a and that's kind it's of not a, the characters, you know. It, it a lot of times it becomes you know you know CGI like well, you know, yeah, and, and what problem Star Trek came out at the end of the summer in a summer of a lot of like Jason Bournes and Independence Day Resurgence and, right. and Ninja Turtles, these movies like the big CGI heavy fucking nostalgic movies and yeah. it just got shuffled away. Right. Um and you have to think the it's harder to get excited about Star Trek objectively, and this is just the over pop overall pop culture Zeke guys. Like it was a fun fix. But let's be honest, for most people, um, Star Wars is back now. Right. Like, Star Trek takes a back burner. Yeah. Unless you're a major Star Trek fan. And right. I love Star Trek. And, like, they, you know, and, and that's always been the case. Yeah. Are you Star that's Wars our, or Star Trek? And that Star Wars is always bigger. Yeah. So, it's overshadowed as far as sci-fi. And it's unfortunate because this movie was cool shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving right along again. Number six, we have Marvel's second movie of 2016. Came out in November. We have Benedict Cumbersnatch as Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. You think you know how the world works? What if I told you the reality you know is one of many. This doesn't make any sense. Not everything does. Not everything has to. Alright, man. And number six, Doctor Strange. Um, we were talking about it before, and I think from here on out, dude, I can honestly say these are six movies I fucking love. Yes. Loved, fell head over heels with, all in love of with, yeah, all in of the top notch, yeah, top notch for different reasons. But yeah, here on out, it, it's super nitpicky. On any given day, I'll rewatch any one of these movies. Exactly. I think for a while, and you know, and and if you you know listen back to our you know our countdown type shows, yeah, you know, usually our top five is on get any given day. It's a grind, dude. Yeah, like, any given day, it could. You know, they could flip two or three spots just, you know, in the top five. Yeah. Uh, ex yeah. Uh, especially this one, because, I mean, I haven't had a chance to see it again. Well, since you know, the it theater. was, yeah, it was the, you know, other than Star Wars, it was the late one. Yeah. So, you know, we Which, haven't had as much time for it to sink how, in. And... How cool is it that we get a Marvel movie in, like, the fall now, too? Yeah. Like, not just May and July. Right. But uh, that being said, let's talk about Doctor Strange. Yeah. Benedict had the cumber snatch, dude, and I make fun of his name, but God, I love this dude. He's so smooth, and he is Doctor Strange. Yep, it was awesome. Marvel, yeah, they can and do characters. no wrong. They do no wrong. 
it just and that's what kind of hurts my heart about DC and it's, what they've done up to now. It's, it's just so just, divisive. Yeah, just yeah, they haven't. Their their characters just haven't been home runs. No, and Marvel's a home run after home run after home run in its own run. way. But yeah, it, and we'll get to that later. But let's let's talk Doctor Strange <laughs> before we get into too and, much and, and DC. It super cool movie. It was. It was so fucking weird and out there. Yeah, it was a Doctor Strange movie. Magic, dude. Magic. It brought magic to the MCU, which is awesome. But at the same time, it's a Doctor Strange movie, dude. Like, this is an obscure fucking character right. that I had minimal exposure to. And you, and you said that. You yeah. said when they when you know we found out about it, it's like, wow, Doctor Strange is kind of CDE level kind of guy. He is. Uh, my earliest recollection of him was Spider-Man the Animated Series, and he came in a three-pack uh, action figure thing that I got for my birthday one year because I remember his leopard yeah. gloves and chewing on his fingers when I was yeah, like five. I had the you know the cow and the, you know the the, the cake yeah and, the cloak of levitation. Yeah. But I was never into him. And then the movie's coming out. It gets announced. It's not a character I'm super familiar with. I knew he was part of of the Illuminati in the Marvel universe with right. him and Black Bolt, Professor X, Iron Man, and uh, oh. Mister Fantastic. It's they're like. We're the smartest beings in the world. We like the council. Right. So I knew that. I knew he's popped up in various events I've read. But um, the movie's announced, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, not me... a big, big, you know, universe no, player. Not. But I went and I have the Marvel Unlimited app. So I read. Yep. I was like, all right, what's the consensus, like, Doctor Strange story I have to read? And I read The Oath. Uh, Doctor Strange, The Oath, and it's a six-issue book, and I really enjoyed it. Like, I really enjoyed the character of Stephen Strange, and I was like, ooh, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Right. Like, it was super trippy, and I was like, this is kind of my alley. Like, lots of colors, fucking magic, and I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was the magic. I I Finally, you know, we were were getting that other aspect of superheroes. Yeah, and from someone who's enjoyed in the Marvel movie so much, Scarlet Witch. Which, the first thing that popped in my mind is, you know, you're getting that mystical factor. Yeah, the build on that. Yeah, other than just brute strength and you know super smart and how different it was and fun to watch yeah and how uh, what i was saying earlier about reading it was a long way of saying it's amazing what they did with this movie and how they took such weird and um, fantastical concepts and adapt them amazingly into this film this movie might be the most beautiful movie i saw this year yeah truly the cgi of this movie was just it was spot on. It was technically yeah. immaculate. Yep. For lack of a better term, it was fucking phenomenal. Ugh. It it took you on a trippy ride. <laughs> it did, dude. And we saw this one in IMAX 3D. Yeah. And it was, whoa. Yeah. When he goes through the fucking, like, multiverse. <laughs> yeah. It oh. just... And then you had the, the inception of the moving of the dimensions yeah, all dude. at one time. And they're... they're Flying through this and, and landing there. With time. Yeah. Just the and battles. The, oh, so cool. It was, it blew my socks off. Yeah. Uh, it, I was the most surprised. It, I was not looking forward to it, like I said. Uh, right. It was, 
an Ant-Man. To me, it was kind of an Ant-Man. Exactly. And it was a complete Ant-Man response. Right. But to a different level. And I want to explain this because I enjoy Ant-Man the movie. I still don't like that character in the comic books. I didn't want to read Ant-Man. Like I was like, oh, Puddle Red's cool. That was a fun movie. I don't I care have, about still man. have no stock <laughs> right. in Ant-Man. Like I like Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. I, nah. Right. I it got me a the concept got me inter, you know excited enough to look at the comics. I right. enjoyed the comics and I've continued to read Doctor Strange because of the movie. It just builds right. upon it. It did its right. job. Exactly. And, Inter- introduction. And so I want to just give it a little extra, you know, nerd cred fucking love for, you know, introducing me to a right. character the that I wasn't super familiar with that now right. I enjoy, enjoy reading. Right. So that, see, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. And <laughs> not only do I get to read that, I get to watch him fucking play in this amazing universe. Right. <clears throat> and knowing, and they and they tie it right to the Justice League, or, or the uh, Avengers, Avengers, and how you know w- we protect this, yeah. and the Avengers protect this. The wor- they protect the world, we protect the realm. Yeah, like exactly. Re- yeah, and oh, seeing the Sanctum Sanctorum and yeah. fucking Tilda uh, as the ancient one. And yeah. that was a big stink. They're like taking an Asian man and making it a white woman. But I'm going to throw it down to the mouse on this. I'm a businessman. That's what I do for a living. And think about it like this. This is crazy. I'm just saying this is the world we live in. Okay, so the ancient one in the comic books is originally of Tibet origin. Yeah, which would make sense. Which is fine. China is the largest market in the world. Right. They don't like... No, they're not going to have the, the like they, mighty one being Tibetan. No. Like, that is a no-go. Because it, the, 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 that, that's, a, that's a whole Dalai Lama. Yeah. Not going to do it. Nope. Uh, and, and say what you will about that, but that's the way it is. Uh, that's business. And you, that's, you said it. That's $400, $500 million on the table. So right. change that completely. Take right. that off the table. Gender right. swap it. To include more diversity and pick up an award-winning actress. I'd see no yeah. problem with it. No. I see what Disney did. It was bold in a different way. But it I was smart. It. I resp- like Game recognizes game. That was a smart business decision, and it was yep. good for the movie. Yep, exactly. And Tilda Swinton killed it. Yep. That's what I want to oh, say. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She was so cool. Yeah, she was wonderful. Um, and and she was kind of my question going into it. You yeah, know, how is this? Because it's you know, she's played some pretty off the out wall. there roles, but she was so, like yeah. the perfect amount of quirky, awkward, like and you know being an mystic, ancient one. Yeah. yeah, played well off Benedict. Yeah, uh, I really love Chito, uh, Chitowell Dejiafor. I'm sorry, I probably butchered that, but that's the guy who plays Baron Mordo. Right. Um, Mads Mikkelsen was cool as Casilius, the villain. Yep. Even though it was like, okay, he's done now. Holy fuck, Dormammu, yeah. dude. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, this is yeah. There's a the this it movie, went there. It looked yeah. like and and it had to. And seeing that, that's that's the thing. That was the so cool part about it. It had to do that. Because it was introducing magic into the universe. Yes, but 
you say that like it's a normal fucking thing, dude. This is insane. <laughs> I still can't grasp my. You're like, well, it had to be good. It was introducing magic into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm still in like. <laughs> There's a Doctor Strange movie. Right. Like, yeah. you're you're talking about it like, well, duh, of course. And I'm like, <laughs> right. it's... Yeah, to me, it had to be good. This is... Yeah. I mean, it's what the MCU keeps doing. And it's um, kind of how I get my fix now compared to DC, where DC were getting the introduction of the A-listers for the first time right. into this universe, which is a different fucking kind of fix or high for whatever right. like term. But... Marvel, it's just, it's that weird fucking kind of, you're like, damn, I'm getting my Batman and Superman over there, but I'm getting like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man and Captain Marvel and Black, I'm getting the weird fucking. Yep. Well, because they've, you know, they've had a decade to build everybody. Exactly. So you're like, this is gnarly, man. Because you're getting, yeah, you're getting down to these quirky characters. But it still blows my mind every day. Yeah. I'm not going to get used to it. Right. And, And you've always said that. Yeah, you know, I, I, and you know, I've always been of the opinion. Well, yeah, you know, this is what they got to do. Yeah, not- it's got to be cool because this is, you know, this is where we're going. And you're going, no, we're getting. Yeah, this is, you realize, you know, like, this is what we're getting. It's crazy. Like, I don't want to fucking put myself on a pedestal or anything, but I consider myself, you know, a comic book guy. Like, I've spent oh, yeah. the better part of my life reading comic, comic books. Yep, Doctor Strange is not like. One of, one of the first choices. He's in a different realm. Like, he's C-list for me. And right. I'm into, like, Iron Fist and shit like that. Like, yeah. it's crazy. So, like, getting this stuff is insane to me. And what this movie did, it was fucking trippy. It was awesome. It was well acted. It yep. fucking... Uh, it was a great story. Great, you know, introductory. Origin story. It, they That's right. did it right. It was... Uh, and had one of my favorite after credit scenes... Of recent Marvel movies, man. And it's so stupid, but it's for, like, two little things. Like, A, obviously, Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor Ragnarok now. He's like, well, well you need my help. And they're like, yeah, that's what this shit does. Yep. Here goes the crossovers. But and it's so nerdy, dude. But even more excited than that. I And we talked about it in the review. <laughs> when we talked about it uh, here, uh... The yellow gloves. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. I was like, yes. That's it, it, comic book. Yeah, man. <laughs> comic book. And that's, and, you know, and, and that's the other thing that, you know, they, they you know, Marvel keeps hitting is yeah. that, you know, they, they, they've got that perfect balance now, it seems, with their characters, the way their characters look, yeah. and the stories of the characters. Yeah. Do they? And, 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 and you already said it. That's where DC is sputtering. Yeah, they're like, they're working on building it up. But man, this is a well-oiled machine. And it's just like, it's like, it's a hug, dude. It's warm. It's what you expect. And it's always good. Yep. It's like, it's dinner at grandma's, man. It's, you know, experience and, you know, and and they have the knowledge and the tools. Yeah, it's like reading a good comic book. That's right. There ain't nothing wrong with that, man. And it's just, yeah, and they've become so, you know, visually dazzling. Oh, and that's... This one is, my, dare a, a I say, ride. might be the most visually yeah, dazzling it, to this a, point. It's a trip ride, like, and I loved it. It, it. it should win an Oscar for visual effects. effects. I right. truly believe that this year, it blew me out of the water visually. 
it right. was one of the only movies where I'm like, that was beyond worth seeing in 3D. Right. Usually it's kind of like, yeah, this is cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun sometimes, but nah, that was like, this is worth putting these fucking glasses on over my glasses. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, that was Doctor Strange. Um, favorite, my favorite scene. Yeah, your favorite scene. What do you, what do you call this? See, dude, I'm picking two. I'm cheating because it was such a visually stunning. Uh, the obvious choice is the face-off and repeated death of Doctor Strange at the head of Dormammu. Oh, right. Just because that was, you know, pure ripped out of a Jack Kirby, Stanley comic book, you know, Strange Tales number whatever, dude. Like, that was insane <laughs> that the fact we had the giant flaming head Dormammu mm. with the lines on his face who looked just like a fucking 1977 yep. comic book. I loved it. That's the easy choice. But, dude, the Eye of Agamotto reverse time uh, fight scene with Cassilius. Yep. Where they're real you know, building the, the temple. Uh, right. Before he goes off to Dormammu. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Because, yeah. Just, it was unique. Right. Exactly. And, and I'd throw one more in for me. All right. You cheating? Yeah. Just, you know, just a little tidbit for me is, okay. is you know, the cape. Oh, when yeah. He wraps the cape. Just that, that right quick there. moment. Yeah. Right there. The to cape. me, it's... Now it's Doctor Strange. See, we didn't talk about that, but like that was a fun part. It was like the Aladdin's carpet exactly. of the MCU. Yeah, this cape of its own, and it was a, and and it played big part. Yeah, didn't it wiped his tear <laughs> and like saved his yeah. life? It was great. You got the yeah. cloak of evitation, the eye of Agamotto. You're like, yeah, that's Doctor Doctor Strange. Strange. Uh, so yeah, it, number six. Thoroughly love this movie, man. Yeah. Cannot wait. February 14th, Digital HD. February 28th, Blu-ray. <laughs> Steelbook edition. Already got it. Like, pre-ordered at Best Buy with the Ayagamato, Aga- like, raised on the cover. Like, done, dude. Another Marvel well, movie. Well, and you got, you know, what'd you get for Christmas? Hanging from the mirror. Yeah, dude. I actually got the actual Eye of Agamotto. Like, I loved the design of it. And I hang it from my river mirror and now in my car. Oh, God, I'm such a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. There's God. nothing wrong with it. No. <laughs> nothing. More. Yeah. All right, dude. That was number six, Doctor Strange. Uh, moving into the top five. Another movie we loved. God, another nostalgic 90s thing. Throwback. Uh, the ultimate throwback. Came out uh, early June. We had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Huh, man, I was expecting way worse. And what would that look like? I don't know, like a mustache maybe, evil goatee or something, you know what I'm saying? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a piece of gum with a face! And only one you want. Get off my shit! Donnie, get to the console. Let's send this jacked up disco ball back where it came from. Hey, Bubblicious, let's see what you've got. Okay, man. Another one we are in the extreme minority about. Right. <laughs> we in, we really liked, uh, we loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yep. Out of the Shadows. Um, yep. You a little more so than me. This is the one you fought for when we were making this list uh, to put up. You want to put it even higher. Uh, I really yep. loved it too. Uh, so, but I want to they... put this on you real quick. Why? Why this year out of all the movies, why Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows? Um, it, it goes back. Yeah. It goes back. This, this, I love the, I love the cartoon. The, the original I 80s, 90s cartoon. Yeah, I loved it. And this movie, finally. Yeah. It, it, and, and actually, you know, the, the first one, 
built on that. Touch, yeah. But this movie brought it all together. It it got those elements. The the characters. Yes. For me, it hit a home run with all the characters. And that that I can honestly say, yes, we're in the minority on the internet and whatever, but that's some of the praise I have seen is that they did do excellent jobs, and I agree completely with the four turtles, Bebop, Rocksteady, Shredder, and Krang. You're like, yep. holy shit. And All then the you throw April O'Neil and Casey Jones. And dude, once again, this is why it gets an extra point bump. We live in a world where apparently things are geared towards me and you. We are beyond Arrow fans. Oh, like, yeah. Every Wednesday Stephen for Amel. the last five years. Yeah. Arrow. Yeah. And Stephen, Stephen Amel. Amel is Casey Joe. So that's yeah. just like, yes, that's one of those Venn diagrams yeah. of this year. So that was another win for this movie. And, you know, and that that's it. And yeah. I really think, you know, with the, the first one in this movie, that <clears throat> not, uh, not only, you know, the characters overall – but they hit a home run with the turtles and Splinter. Yeah, uh, you know each individual turtle. He's a different size, got his different quirks. You all know, you know the They're no the four. Things. Yeah, and and that to me that created yes the turtles, but they were individuals. They give them more distinct personality exactly. or not distinct looks. Uh, yeah, and and their personalities too. You know, all uh, molded and dro- and drove that. Yeah, and and. That to me was yeah. They, this was a, a turtle home run, and it sounds super fucking millennial to me. And <laughs> I hate to say it because I do enjoy like old cinema and all that stuff, and the old movies and the rubber suits. But it's it is nice with the abilities of CGI to actually see these turtles fight, yeah, and look menacing to like believe that they could beat the fuck out of these ninjas exactly so that that does hold some weight for me right. you know i understand that some people feel differently about the overuse of cgi but for me and, and i don't I, mind it and i really i really think that the cgi pushed and drove in a positive way this movie it did where it, in some of the other movies cgi got in the way it, yeah and made it too much yeah the the CGI was really clean in this, and it and it went as crazy as the source material needed. Like this was a batshit. We went there, Ninja Turtles movie. It needed to be the giant Technodrome and Krang and fucking yeah, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. like that is that's the turtle in a world of you know the 2016 Skybeam fucking giant battle. This one did it in the 80s and the 90s, so it was yep. actually like pulling from the source material for a battle like that. So yep. I'm gonna, I'm not knocking it for that generic kind of no. And and you got uh-huh. the whole cast, yeah. And anyone you wanted in a Ninja Turtles movie, and it looks like this could be the last one for a while. So oh, and I'm disappointed. Yeah, man. but <laughs> but hey, to me, we got a good one. If, yeah, if if that's what we're looking at, and, yeah. you know, and that's what they're saying, then I got my turtle movie, and I enjoy it as a fun romp. Like it's one I enjoy rewatching on Blu-ray and shit. Yeah, it's yeah, dude. I it's a I love this movie. It is a Ninja Turtles movie, man. You you convinced me. You know, and and you gotta I'm think, not at it. And, and, and it's kind of funny because you know, here at number five, you got a Ninja Turtles movie in the middle of all these superheroes. Oh yeah, so it, and and for it to be at the rank, you know, for me and for you, yeah, you know, it had after to, convincing it, a little bit, 
It had to, you it know, had a whole cred. Yeah, and 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 like I said, for a for a turtle movie, they 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 hit a home run. Yeah, I got everything that I've wanted. Is it like your your attitude with the X Men? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I finally got a turtles that I've always wanted. Like if they would have looked like the X Men the whole movie. That movie might be higher on the list. I right. might have forgiven some other stuff, like little things like that. Exactly. And to me, they did that with the turtles. All right. I, I respect that. All right. Uh, what? Favorite moment? Um, you, you get picked this one. Uh, we talked about a few, but yeah. I want to see what you go with. <laughs> Mine is the turtle van. At the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> The, with the uh, you know with the manhole covers yeah, the that's the turtle van chart. man and you know that scene yeah uh, all the things that the turtle van does and it's you know and it, it's got that that sewer you know kind of it's, you know rustic and it's a big garbage truck and it's yellow and green <laughs> right. it says tortuga on the side yeah. and they're playing what 90s hip-hop well, dude, yeah like, it's like rocked in a rock out of town. So they're like, you're all got the, Mikey, you know, with working. the nunchucks, and then like they get broken off. Right. You're just like, boom, turtles, here you yeah, go. Yeah, turtles, turtles in the turtle van. It just drops you right into this world, yeah, and you're and, like, you know, wiping guys out with, you know, with the damn manhole cover. Yeah, and you get that first piece of the sweet ass birthday cake that is this movie and you're like this is tasty i'm you get comfy in your seat grab your (laughs) bunch of crunch and popcorn you're like this gonna be cool yep i'm settling in exactly (laughs) i i I respect that pick that's a good one all right man so okay chugging along in the top four i mean top yeah moving along top four into the top four uh we chose the most recent movie uh of the year star wars rogue one or rogue one a star wars story or just yeah. rogue one or yeah. what the fuck ever or episode 3.5 exactly. <laughs> regardless star wars. yeah the new star wars movie <laughs> our rebellion is all that remains to push back the empire you think you might be able to help us when was the last time you were in contact with your father what is this? It appears he is critical to the development of a super weapon. If my father built this thing, we need to find him. All right. How many do I need? They are requesting a call sign. It's, um, Rogue. Rogue One. All right, number four, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. There we go. Got okay. it right that time. You know, okay. change up the name. But yeah, it isn't. I mean, say what you will. It's not a Star Wars saga movie. Uh, it has a completely different feel to it. Yeah, this is, it really, to me, it struck me as it's standalone. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, it's a prequel. It threads to the original, which, you know, now the original is what number, number four, however they want to hell. That still just chaps your ass. You're like, no, that's Star Wars. Yeah. There is no colon, you know, a new hope or a hope or whatever. No, it's Star Wars. Like, you're like, I paid for tickets to the movie theater. And I asked yes. to see Star Wars. Right. I didn't ask to see A New Hope. That wasn't a movie. <laughs> no. 
It's <laughs> not. No. And I can't argue with you on that because, like, you saw it. So, yeah, it I, is Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I stood in line at that time. Yeah, in to buy tickets, dude. Yeah, to buy fuck. tickets. You know, I remember back. Yeah, you know, the very first time I saw it, um, it was here in Houston. Yeah, and um, yeah, student student line for three and a half hours just to buy tickets, and then you waited in line to get in. Jesus, and every movie was like that. Every movie was like that, That's and insane. to me. That's Star Wars. That's yeah. Star Wars. All this other stuff is, yes, Star Wars, and they can put a label. But, you know, to turn around and do a prequel to a prequel and then, you know, rename it. No, <laughs> it's Star Wars, dude. And this yeah. is the prequel to Star Wars. So did you like it like that? Do you think it built upon the originals? As a uh, person, you know, who's grown up with Star Wars, that's your jam. Like, yeah. You were yeah, 14? Was, yeah, uh, 12, 13. Yeah. When I, yeah. When I saw Star Wars. 12, so like, 13. What? Cause this one, I think, you know, I want to get your gauge on this kind of, cause we, a, we didn't get a review this. Um, and B it's a unique perspective because this one really does fucking tie directly into Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it ends Five minutes. Yeah. The <laughs> turnaround. Yeah. I mean, major spoiler. We're going to get into it. I mentioned it again, but especially for this one because it's the newest. Yeah, but, it's the newest. Yeah, this fucking shit ends like five minutes before the next one starts. Yeah, I mean, it's just right there. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you, like, what did, did you enjoy how it built upon that story? And then I'll give you kind of my take on it as the uber nerd generation. <laughs> um. I, I I enjoyed it. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, there's little things yeah. that in the original, you know, as a kid, I just thought was just cool as shit. Yeah. You know, it gave it that futuristic feel. Uh, and it's just little things. And this one, the first thing that I went, oh, yeah, is when, what, K2? Yeah. K2 took his probe out and stuck it in the first uh, thing he was going to read yeah. and it turned and that went back to an R2D2 on the Death Star. Yeah. Like unlocks, the- it unlocks it and, and gets into the computer. And it's like, yeah, that's to me, that was that tie. Yeah. Cause I mean, and I'm just going to touch on that point. I'll let you keep going, but I think it's what this movie did really well too, was made it look like that movie. Yeah. Like Star Wars. It was, uh, yeah, it's right there. It, it felt the same universe. You're and like, it had to. Yeah, like everything moved and clicked the same, like you said. Dude. Yeah. So, yeah, so that really kind of uh, struck a chord for you. Yeah, the tie-ins. The, and it's just the little things you see. Like butt face guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. From the cantina? All, yeah, all these <laughs> these characters that would pop up. Yeah. And, you know, and, it, and it's, you know, the science and the mechanical stuff that you see. The ships. And yeah. And seeing the AT-ATs and different stormtroopers. Right. And, but knowing that this is moving right into Star Wars. It's fucking head first <laughs> right. barreling towards the shit that you know and love. Like, yep. Um, that's what I'm going to say about my theater experience was how it built towards the end of this movie and how I just kept fucking yeah. kind of leaning up in my chair and grabbing like, I know where this is going. <laughs> right. It, and it, damn, it's not ending. It's like, it's going there. It's going to go, going. Yeah. Like, 
and 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 that's it is you know it and and it, to me um it added these new universes or yeah. these new planets that were just really cool yeah as opposed to what was the the one with Ren and uh, uh, Force Awakens, Finn? yeah, where that one you got and... like Jakku in that one and some other ones, but in this one you got to see uh, Jedha that was a super cool planet. You got oh. some history on the Jedi Order, uh, yeah. The you know you're seeing the temple, you know, and you had Donnie Yen's character yep. and uh, Enway and uh, what's the guy with the gun? Uh, Sure, Mway was Danny Yen, the guy with the blind guy with the stick, and then you had Wen Jang as Baze Malba, the big dude. The big, with, the with the yeah. The Actually, big. turned out to be my two favorite characters in the movie. Yeah, and and, and as, see, but they were guards of like the Jedi Temple, and that gave some like weight to it. And yeah. and seeing that, and that to me, and 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 that that part of that story, um, was a factor that tied all of it together. Yeah, because. Uh, you know, because of the later Star Wars where you got the Clone Wars and wiping out the Jedi and all yeah. that, which was well, the earlier to, ones. Right. The prequels <laughs> after the original. Yeah. Um, but it took you know, my knowledge of that. Yeah. And kind of filled in that whole gap that existed. And like that they really didn't cover about the Jedi. No. And my f- favorite part and what th- I feel this movie did for the Star Wars universe was just give balls to the first three movies, the original three movies. That's right. It was yes. like it made the universe seem more real. Like, right. we got to see the on the ground rebellion versus empire battles. Like, motherfuckers yeah. died. Like, people were getting shot. There were stakes. Exactly. So it's just like it gives the grandioseness of the original three. And they three. even make those statements. Yeah. In the movie about, about how you. gritty and yeah. fucking. This is, this is, we've been in this, you know, my whole life. Yeah. Cause, uh, it just, yeah, it, that that the gravitas that it gave the the, the human aspect of it. Yeah, it gives it fucking ball. Like the gives the space battles of the original trilogy balls. Yep, because there's stakes to those things now. You see what was fought for when Luke fucking blew up the Death Star. Right. Like that's my biggest takeaway, and that's how I saw the film was like a gritty war film, more so than this giant space opera epic. Right, and but that you know, but you know, you go back to that was original Star Wars. It yeah. it jumped off there, but and, and, and that's why I think, in my opinion, on this movie is obviously fantastic as well. We've ranked it number four. Uh, of this year, but I and loved it. It, it was the last it. one to come out. Yeah, so it's still fresh, but I loved it, loved it, because it made the original Star Wars better. Yep. Like, I watched... It made the, that story better. Yeah, and it that's really my did. biggest takeaway, because I rewatched Star Wars the night after we saw it the first time. Right. And it makes that movie better for me. Yep. That's crazy it to say. It brings a lot of clarity to some of the tentacles that kind of just dangle out for the original. And, yes, like, the biggest issue with everyone... Uh, oh, wait, everyone's biggest issue with that movie... There we go, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, was the Death Star so easy to kill? Right. Now the Death Star so easy to kill on purpose. Right. And you're like, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, the original really didn't, you know, it, it played with that aspect. No, but it, but it, it was never, kind of just like, a, all right. It's there. You, yeah. They got the plans. And look at it. Yeah. 
And it's like, okay. That's but, convenient as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But this filled in that gap. There's a reason. And, and that's a major, yeah. you know, that's a major bridge. And it just, it had so much weight because, I mean, like spoilers again, they killed all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that was involved with, you know, rescuing the doctor yeah. and getting the plan. I mean, all, all the, the characters hopping, they, they grew to love for two hours, fucking died. All of them. Yeah. For the rebellion. And that was ballsy. It was bold. It fucking, it was yeah. a cool film, man. I loved it this year. Yeah. It was, um, more intense than I expected. And I really grasped, grabbed onto that. Right. And enjoyed- Oh yeah. The, yeah. You had, you know, you had this human element that yes. was really deep, but still the fantasy of space. Yeah. And, you know, the droids and the aliens. And that's why, that why, um, that's why the blind guy, Inway, was my favorite character because, like, it was so real and gritty. But this is just character who is the whole time was like, hey, this is still Star Wars. The Force is one. I am Always. The Force. Like, yeah. And you're like, okay. We still got the force. Like, yeah, it's still there. And it's, and what's so cool is seeing a ground level aspect of how someone sees the force as, you know, we've seen it through our eyes. We see it through the Jedi's perspective as right. the saga films. Right. But how they see it as a religion. Exactly. You it's know, an, and it goes back to what you said, you know, those two guys, they were, they were the guards of the temple. Yeah. So, and, but they're the last of them. Yeah. So you get that, that gravitas of, of, like I said, it goes back to the you know the earlier prequels about the Jedi. I know, like that's what I was about to say is they mentioned it in the. Pre- it's yep. only said though they're like yes Jedi like it's or in the original movies it's seen as, as a religion like right. But you see this guy practicing like the Force. Yep, that's right. So it was really cool and built that up too. Right, because you know the and his partner always questioning what question whether or not. You know, do you feel the force? Yeah. <clears throat> or you just believe you do? And then, man, how sweet was it at the end when he was like, Yeah. The force is with him. And then he goes out to killing all the death troopers, the yeah, black ones. Exactly. I was like, That, dude. It was a great movie, yes. man. Yes. It was- and, and all the characters were spot on. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, uh, the. The technology of, of 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 the spaceships and all of that, yeah, um, kind of, to me enhanced what we got with as the, the original. original. Well, yeah, it did it with today's technology, and it looked better. And yeah, you're like, but it but it didn't get to that that overbe- overbearing CGI aspect no. where you just couldn't believe. No, this didn't, this happened. And then we got the original star yeah, Wars. Exactly. It tied really well in, like we mentioned earlier. And I completely agree with you. It felt real. Like yep. you could tell they made this movie. There was a lot of shit that was actually yep. there. It wasn't standing in front of a green screen the entire time. Right. And, 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 and the addition of the, all those little things, it, it felt tangible like the yeah. original movie. It was That's real right. things and it had the yeah. same continuity was, feel. It didn't have where, you know, a lot of them, the, that crowbar feel yeah. of trying to force it in there and yeah, just really, yeah, you but, missed. Hey, so I'm going to literally, you just softballed a uh, transition <laughs> here. And I want to get your feeling on this before we wrap up because this ain't the review. We got <laughs> still got three movies to talk about, yeah. but um, 
how did you feel about them bringing in Tarkin as a CGI character? Because, like, the internet is like, that was weird, man, not unnecessary. As soon as I saw him, the first thing popped in my mind was, that motherfucker's old. Yeah, like, because he was old in the first one. I think that's a testament, because I had the same idea originally, and I was like, nah, but I didn't think, at first, no. I was like, "That's the dude." So yeah, the, mean, the, yeah, he's the original. That motherfucker's oh yeah, like that's crazy. I mean, say what you will about me in recognizing fake people and my intelligence or whatever. But I did not recognize at first, at first that that was no. not a real person. No, uh, I, it must have slipped my mind, or it's a testament to how engaged I was in the film. It did not pull me out, but I was no. just like, "Oh shit!" I thought he like he got to be dead, right? <laughs> right. And we said it to him. We looked at each other yeah. and was like, "He's old as shit. You know, he can't still be alive." Yeah. So like. It didn't bother me. No. And I, I, it added to me. It added that tie-in cool aspect. Yeah. And, and it's like, cool. Yeah. And it was super awesome seeing him fire when ready. Like, yeah. come on. The little the things making, like that. Yeah. The, hit, the way he talked. And yeah. He was the dude. That's that's Grandma Tark. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. And, and see, that's another one of those little things that, yeah, yeah but you tied in. That makes sense. That, that's cool as shit. That and Bail Organa, played by Jimmy Smits, yep. uh, Leia's dad. The two comments is like, oh, I know exactly who to give the plans to. Do you trust her? I trust her with my life. That and you got to go find your old Jedi friend who's gone into hiding on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah. See? You just you you keep just reinforcing that my original statement yeah. is you had all of those neat little things that tied to the first one without them being crowbarred no, in and it enhances the first one it gives <clears throat> a little like more th- weight more balls exactly yeah this this movie for me uh, uh, Star Wars other than yeah. the original three is is uh, well I there. think will become one of my favorites yeah I I mean this and The Force Awakens I'm like damn I, I don't know which one I like better right now yeah because I, I and then I rewatched Force Awakens I still love that movie oh, god damn that yeah, movie is so good you know but see you, we got the bookends I know uh, there's more Star Wars, right? <laughs> well, and we were talking about this before, you know, yeah. Uh, earlier. Yeah. And said, there's your difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. Like, you, what, you were talking numbers, dude? Oh, just It's been out a month now. Not even, dude. It's made. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm looking at it. 477. Well, yeah. 477 million dollars U.S. Not even like the in, world in a month. That's insane. It opened to 155. I know. That's dude. just that's that's unfathomable. And this is not even a saga film, dude. No. It shows you just the brand of Star Wars. Yeah. Man, I just want like I just want like a taste of that cash, dude. Just a little little yeah. teat of the mouse, dude. Just <laughs> right. Just a little little <laughs> mouse milk. Just a, just a suckle. Suckle. <laughs> suckle of that, man. Come on, just you got enough. You got this. Oh. We about to yeah. keep. We about to talk about how much more you got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but okay. Let's finish up Rogue One, man. Uh, what was the favorite scene? I can't imagine what we'd picked. <laughs> Anybody who's seen the movie knows. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, well, and leading up to well, this, we actually, really haven't said anything about Vader, dude. Uh, but uh, dude, we picked it earlier. But I think we got to cheat on this one too. 
given recent circumstances. Oh, yeah. The very end of the movie needs to be included in the top no, scene. But we'll right. talk about that last. Last, last, last. I want right. to touch on that, but not harp on it. Right. Okay, but yes, obviously our favorite scene. Holy fuck. The greatest Darth Vader moment in any Star Wars movie. That's what I'm saying. For sure. Yes. Number one. Hands down. Done. It gave so much life to that character. It makes you realize why he's the most terrifying yeah. villain in the galaxy. That's right. That everybody bows to him. In this hallway where he just proceeds to fucking mow down <laughs> these rebel mother scum sons of bitch. Yep. Just oh my, force choke, snap, throw up cut in half with a lightsaber oh just yeah and 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 what caught me about this scene was as opposed to a lot of other cool hallways throwdowns we have seen just this year on tv and movie is that the the predominant shot of the scene is him moving towards exactly rather than moving away exactly and it just shows the menacing of the lightsaber and his his suit it's like he is the bad motherfucker. It's shot like a horror film. Yeah. It's something out of Jason, dude. <laughs> right. Like well, it just you you here is this this figure. Yeah, this figure moving towards you knowing that if you're there, you're just yeah, in you're, the wake. You're, you're, yeah, you you are going to be part of the the debris. And how it's shot and just the how And that's all you that's hear. You, and then and you've been waiting two fucking hours and you thought yep. the Asian guy was going to spark a lightsaber at some yep. point. You thought so. I did. Yep. I thought he was, but he never did. But you've been waiting two goddamn hours and it's just been. Yeah. And you're right like, there. and it's just red and you're yep. like, holy fucking shit. And then he commences. Hey, day. And it's worth the price of admission. <laughs> it is. If we're talking, you know, top scenes. We talked about the Star Trek scene. We love yep. the Beastie Boys. Nah, it's above that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're talking Doctor Strange. It's above that. We're talking Suicide Squad. It's above that. We'll get to a yep. few in a little bit, but it's, it's up there as far right. as that As far scene. as a, a scene, yeah, that, that, that scene would be one or two for me for if I had a pick. Of this year. Yeah. That that scene of Vader. Yeah. Just – and, and – and, and it goes back to it tied the original Vader. It, it, uh, in the theater, I, I yipped. It was <gasps> like uh, it was like a girl, dude. <laughs> like you just hear the yeah. And I was <gasps> here we it was, go. And it was <gasps> no because you no knew. no yeah. no. And you and how it shot like where he's clo- the rebels like no take it right take it. Not, like knowing no. just uh, get me out him. get me out yeah. <laughs> You know. And then it shoots back to him just killing people. And then it's him. He's like, he's like, follow that ship. And you're like, damn, it finishes. You all know. But then it finishes, finishes, finishes. And with the final scene of the movie, and we have to lump it in there. Recent events. Carrie Fisher, you're the homie. Your princess, man. Like, it ends on a CGI recreation of a young Carrie Fisher, sure. like, saying, like, this is what hope. is this? This is hope. And you're like, yeah. holy And you know, fuck. boom, you know, R2-D2, the ship. And right into it. Yeah. And I've seen it twice, but both times it was before she got, she passed, passed away. So, right. But the second time was when she was in the hospital. But I, 
I have a feeling when I see that movie the next time, it, it, it have a whole different meaning. It to will, it. like I, and, I and couldn't with, see it in the theater now without crying. And, to be and, honest, you know, and for <laughs> me, you know, the first three, yeah, it will always, you know, she she's always, Princess fucking Leia, dude. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it just, uh, you know, the weight of that, yeah, like, and knowing, and and she was already planned. Oh, that's the bummer. She was yeah. back, dude. Yeah, Leia was back, General. General Leia, but General Princess Leia. But what, <laughs> what a what a beautiful tribute! This, oh yeah, the end of this that scene yep. is now. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's and, the way I look and, at and it. And it just you know it ties in. It's those little things that they yeah. did that 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 attached those tentacles. Because even you know before that happened, just that scene in the movie, my original reaction was just like. <gasps> Like, yeah, it's hope. And you're like, oh, come on. Just fucking. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just you did. It was it could have been cheesy, but no. it was just like, oh, it yeah. was perfect. It felt like a hug yeah. on the inside. Exactly. Dude. It was yeah. great. Knowing what was coming next. Yes. For me as a kid. And I went home and watched it again. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see what happens. Yeah, I know. That's a, I know. I know now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, but it came in number four this year. I love, love, love this movie. Star yep. Wars is back in a big, bad way. That's Christmas right. is now Star Wars, dude. Yep. It's, it's synonymous for me. Two years in a row, we got the next one at Christmas next year. Yep. It's Christmas is Star Wars now. Yeah. And it's a perfect Star Wars time. owns Christmas. Yeah, it's a perfect time. And I'm okay with that. Santa flies an X-Wing now. Yeah. I'm dope. That's dope. Okay. All uh, right. Moving top three, dude. We're on, we're on the podium now. Yeah, um, bronze, silver, and gold. All right, bronze medal, 2016, goes to... Oh, fuck. Nah. <laughs> Captain America, Civil War. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. Number three, we have Captain America: Civil War. Man, this movie was something fucking epic, wasn't it? This year, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, we were just oh, talking. Oh yeah, it's like wow. Before recording, I was like, man, we we're looking at top three. I was like, damn, I've watched these. Movies. This is all I've watched this year. Right. Is these three fucking movies. Yeah, but yeah, I've seen Civil War eight, nine times now this year. Yeah, it's and and. and it's on the movie channels, and yeah. I usually stop just to watch, watch a the piece. yeah, watch a blip of it, and just go wow. Uh, yes, it's what this movie pulled off was truly fucking a feat of amazement. Yes, to which Marvel has 
Well, it's Never. now it's become common, kind of common ground for them. Fuck that, man. There's this shit's too good. <laughs> nah, I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> Don't hurt me. Apologize to the mouse. Here's my money. <laughs> Uh, no, it's fucking phenomenal. This movie's so great, dude. Yeah. It has everyone you could ever, except Thor and Hulk, but God. Right. It brought, and it's one of those movies, and we talked about it in our review earlier in the year, it holds a special place for me. I love the Civil War event. Right. That was when I was in high school and getting back into books for the first time in a while. Right. I got in with the Winter Soldier arc of Captain America, the Ed Brubaker stuff I've harped on in this podcast tons of times that got me back into comics in a big, big, big bad way um, that led into Civil War and eventually the death of Captain America. America. Right. So them taking this in any, you know, respect, even though it's borrowed quite liberally from the original story, is fucking sick man yep. it's one of those we talked about it when we were talking about dr strange just oh my uh, god yeah. how does this fucking exist right i thought what from, i was reading was so nerdy from start to finish yes like non-stop just superhero epic yeah with yep. fucking 17 goddamn people you, you in hit it. it right there this was a superhero epic it was this was this was what a decade decade and a half built towards this yeah being made like it had weight. Oh, it just yeah. Like all the character moments fucking had so much like they didn't have to tell you as much because no. there was stock and yeah. all these already, relationships. It was already major, major investment. And that legwork really allows, you know, the new characters they brought in to shine in such a special right. way as well. Yeah. Because you're not doing an origin story for every character. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, and and overshadowing new guys that you want to bring in. Yeah, I mean this fucking insane a decade of of building, dude. This insane movie had the ability to not only juggle all those characters we've seen so many times before, but also introduce both Black Panther and Spider-Man. Yep. In amazing uh show-stopping ways. Right. Like this movie reinvented Spider-Man the right way. Yep. <laughs> Everyone is saying, and I am on that bandwagon 110%. I was like, this is already like the greatest portrayal of Spider-Man. Right. Like, nothing against those movies, previous Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield movies. Like, those are my childhood. I love them. But, right. like, that's fucking Spider-Man. Right. And you go back to when we talked about this movie. Yeah. That was your your number one, I want. can't wait to see. Yes, was Spider-Man. Do they, yeah. What are they going to do with Spider-Man? Because that's, that's OG, dude. Right. Me and Spidey rolled way back and taking yep. him to high school. It, it's where he deserves to be. Right. It's where the Spider-Man's stories are the best. It's what everyone, every young boy, nerd, comic book reader relates to Spider-Man for and getting to see that for the first time. Right. In this amazing Captain America movie <laughs> oh, that we, yeah. we haven't even talked about, really. Right. And also Black Panther and just... Fuck. You know, and this is not the first cat movie, and that's what no. gets lost in this. This is a cat movie. Yeah, and we've had several podcasts about this movie this year already, and how it is the end of this trilogy. Right. A fitting end to, arguably, and we ranked it and graded it, the greatest superhero trilogy. Yep. Um, it's 
finishes that arc. It creates new characters. It fucking gives you... Which we already know are coming. Yeah. And you think about it, it introduces Ant-Man to the Avengers. It does so much without sacrificing an amazing Captain America story. Right. And I always go back to the term of of them crowbarring something. Yeah, that's your... I mean, that's a theme. And... it worked seamlessly yep. where it shouldn't have. Right. Like, it could have gone so wrong. We've seen, you know, but, you so know, many movies get muddled. It's, it's, but it's still, you have to say, Marvel and Disney. They don't fuck shit up, do they? Yeah. Ten years of building You this. don't doubt. I mean, I'm just wasting breath talking about how we ever thought it wasn't well, going to be just epic. Yes. I mean. And, and, and we expected, and it was. I, like I said, I've watched this movie like nine fucking times. Yeah, and I stop. I do. I really do. It just, it, and you know, the CGI, they had to have so much of it, but it was good. It was done well. Oh, well, these Marvel just, movies. Yeah, it just, they've they've taken that whole comic book and CGI and just enmeshed it so well that it's not overwhelming. It's not, and it looks like it's ripped from the page. And yep. it, the Russo brothers have such a hand on the character of Captain America in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, both this and Winter Soldier now, right? and then leading into directing both the Infinity War movies, yep. dude, it's only going to get better. Yep. 2016 may be the fucking low light. Right. To what they're get, what they're going to blast off. Yeah, because those Cause guys we're getting are... ready to go to the galaxy. I know. And we got Guardians in 2 <laughs> next year. And Spidey. <laughs> yep. Thor. <sighs> That's my most. Ooh, that's a different podcast. <laughs> but yeah. but see, but the thing about it is, you bring up Thor, and you know, still uh, Age of Ultron. You know, yeah. Thor and 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 the Hulk were they were sorely kind of yeah, kind of up there for me because I love both of those characters. Yeah, but it makes sense that they weren't there. Right, they would end it. There's no fight. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They're the big guns. <laughs> right. And uh, didn't you see what they were doing? They were hanging out in Australia right. with Daryl. <laughs> right. Yeah. In the greatest mockumentary. <laughs> yeah. Team Thor. He's like, yeah. why hasn't he called me? Oh, uh, this is Tony. I can. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. All right. No. He can send me a raven. <laughs> <laughs> Being Thor. Yeah, dude. Fuck. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, I don't think to anyone's surprise, uh, the favorite moment we went with for civil war is the airport sequence which well, is the it's yeah. the greatest that was what it was built up for you know, that's, that's what happened and it was a home run that's that's a comic, over the top that's a comic book yeah. on a page it's over the top giant man it's spider-man let's, all of them here let's play a game I'm going to name one in the fight. You name one in the fight. And we see <laughs> how many there were. So I'll go first. Captain America. I've got uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Black Widow. Uh, Vision. Vision. Scarlet Witch. Oh, geez. Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Iron Man. Uh, War Machine. Ooh, um, Black Panther. Um... Let's see. Who haven't we? Oh, um, Falcon. Falcon. Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Um, Is that it? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think another Iron Man. No. I think that's it. Is that 11? Weren't the teams even? Yeah, I think so. Oh, no. Wouldn't that 
Team Cap was Spider. Oh no, Cap, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Ant Man, Scarlet Witch. Right. And then Team Iron Man was Vision, Iron Man, Iron Man, War Machine, Hawkeye, Spider Man, Black Widow. Well, well, no, Hawkeye was with. I said Cap. I said Hawkeye twice, but yeah. I think that's it. All right, yeah. damn. There's a sh- see. Look, like <laughs> yeah. Well, and <clears throat> and you know we're sitting here naming off all of these. And it was a perfect flow. It, it, it didn't feel crowbarred in. There you go. Right. And it was just over the fucking yeah. top. Like, you say that, that's your thing, but I'm stealing it right now. It was over the god fuck the top. Just up top. Just yeah. over it and above and beyond. Superhero battle, dude. Because yeah. <clears throat> you're looking at characters, you know, from a capitalistic standpoint that have made a gajillion dollars yeah. on their own. And now they're all together. And now they're all together. And Spider-Man's there. Yeah. And Black Panther's there. And Giant Man. You know, of the new characters, I loved him. Spider-Man? No. Black Panther. Oh, my God. Dude, that movie is going to be phenomenal. Yes. With Ryan Coogler, the guy who did fucking uh, Creed. And it's got, like, Forrest Whitaker and fucking uh, Angela Bassett and Michael B. Jordan. Like, I'm like, God, that movie's going to be something else. But that's whatever. But yeah, dude, he was, he was so just so cool. bad. He's so cool. What's his name? Oh, it's gonna bother me. Uh, who played Chadwick Boseman? I don't even yep. need to look it up. Yeah, uh, he is amazing. The regalness, the fucking he, he royalty, just, the yep. power, and the <clears throat> fucking magic. Every, yeah, everything. He would. Yeah, he would. Uh, oh, and not to mention. <clears throat> That might be the most comic accurate costume Marvel's put on and, the and, screen. And when I first saw him in that costume, I got the yeah, dude. He's cool, right? And another <laughs> character, you're like, I'm all right. Yeah, Black Panther. <laughs> I care about Black Panther now. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, he was always and, part and of the And they did a great, you know, origin slash little origin slash just it tie worked. in. It worked. Yeah, it, and bought it, bought it, understood it. What Zemo was doing, it, yeah, it was a cool plan. And fucking yeah. Iron, that last battle with Iron oh, Man and Cap and Bucky, yeah. it was a great movie. We could talk for days. We still got two more. Fuck, <laughs> we're running long. <laughs> God damn, we are. Okay, uh, so that was number three, uh, Captain America: Civil War. Coming to number two, Silver Medal, a movie three grueling years in the making, the hype train of all hype trains came to the station, the true battleground of 2016, if there's one movie that sums up this year and what a shit show fucking (laughs) cluster fuck it was, it is our number two. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. He has the power to wipe out the entire human race. If we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Tell me, did you like this movie? Yeah, yeah, we kind of did. Uh... (laughs) We have number two, we have Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, a movie, if you've ever listened to us before, is no inclining how much we A, liked it, B, were so excited for it, and C, just defend it to the fucking graves yep. of our <clears throat> ancestors. But that, you know, 
we're we're Batman guys. Yeah, and to the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. I don't want to harp on this movie too long. It's easy um, to get down that rabbit hole, but yeah, but there's no reason for it because again, we've done it to death. Yeah. Uh, everyone's done it to death. We like it. Yep, we're Batman guys. And I think they Done. hit. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really, 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 really like this Batman. Yeah, they, we are in the Ben Affleck camp, where I feel his. I'm bro- ready for more uh, Ben Affleck yes, Batman. He's uh, what he's shown me on screen has already been my favorite portrayal of both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Batman. I understand his brutality in that movie. Yep, it's explained in the movie. Yep, and, put and behind and him. And it, and you know it, we had him in Suicide Squad and it's, it fits perfect. Yes, and you see, but you see the transition of that character in that fight with yeah. Deadshot and how it's more you know subdued to a certain extent. Right, he's, he's not, not so, so edge. Yes, but ah, oh, and this movie just it was Batman, it was Superman, it was Wonder Woman. Yeah, it had it. You know, for a DC fan, it. it <clears throat> Gave us what we've been waiting for for a long time. I know, and Zack Snyder took an extremely unique take on it, on the relationship between these characters, and I respect the story he was trying to tell. Yeah, um, he, it was. It's a it's a modern story, and it started it with Soup One. Yeah, with Man of Steel. Uh, when I bought into the world he created and how his Superman is built for this twenty first century. Uh, it's one of those Venn diagram things where, like, it's a, it's a little pessimistic to say that, you know, the way the DC Universe views humanity. Right. But it's realistic, and that's how yeah. I see it. Other people might see it differently, but, like, people are and would be inherently scared of different things. Right. Especially so something this, that was extremely more powerful than you. Exactly. There would be mass hysteria. Like, right. how would we react to this alien and, like, right. how he fits into the, our world and how Zack Snyder told that story and created Batman and made it a little more fantastical and built this thing. and Yeah, and and, and still kept, to me, true to... You know, the modern day and, yeah. and kind of building on that, that more of a realistic to me. And that's kind of what it seemed. It's yeah. kind of that more uh, today realistic. Yeah, I could see this happening. Exactly. Uh, and but while doing a good job of interpreting so much history of all these major characters, right. you forget <clears throat> all the Marvel stuff's not nearly as old. The all of them the three main characters in this movie have all had 75 Five. years plus of a birthday. Yeah, just stories and, and history yep. and 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 see and, and and leading up to this movie and, and you know somewhat after that uh you know after the movie that's that was you know, always the case is you know you've had so much of this yeah. you, know, you finally you know, yeah. you finally, to me, got it where we can move forward with something that's unified. Yeah, like we got we got Justice League next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've seen this movie. We've talked about it to death. Wonder Woman coming. Say what you will about it. Say what you will about going forward. But we need to like look forward to seventeen on this movie. But I won't let this get down. We did put this at number two. I love this movie. I just yeah. recently rewatched the Ultimate Edition. Well, this is another one that if it's on, 
I'm know, watching it. Yeah, I, I either watch it or I will watch a snippet of it. Yeah, but just to watch it. I pulled out my 4K, put in the Ultimate Edition, and watched all three hours last week. Yep. And it's awesome, man. And and the you know, the 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 super edition, if if you haven't seen it and you, oh, and, yeah. you and you're going to see it, see that. It's better. It's a better story fills in more gaps. It's yeah, right. we talked it's about it's longer, that. but it's worth it. It is. It's it's great. I really love this movie. I yep. just I don't see the hate, and that's my it kind was of a whole lot of expectation. And, and people got angry. The internet got angry, but whatever, yeah. man. I liked it. It made money, and we're going to get more. Yeah, and uh, to wrap up, Batman versus Superman to pick our favorite scene. Not only is this our favorite scene in the movie, I think for both of us, it's our favorite scene of 2016 of any movie we've seen. Yeah. And that's comes back to how we started out. Uh, this snippet on BVS was we're Batman guys. God, yeah. that fucking warehouse fight is the greatest thing <laughs> Just, I've ever seen. Yeah. I, yeah. They've, and, and that's been our, our pick with all the Batmans up yeah. to this point is fighting is yeah. You just have, you have, you know, Christian Bale got close, but, but no this this scene in BVS makes Batman credible in that universe. In Justice League. Yes. Like, he can hold his own with a guy That's who right. can travel in time. It, it, because, yeah, he, he's got it all. Yes. He's Batman. Yep. That just pro- That's why... That proves and gives validation to the age-old nerd joke... Oh, why does why can't he do this? He's Batman. He yeah. can do whatever he needs to do. Yeah. Because he's so fucking badass. That's right. It just beats the living shit out of people. <laughs> oh man. I have seen this scene over and oh. over and over and over, over and twenty just, times. Yeah, and, and 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 it doesn't get old. Ever. Like I'll fast forward in my digital copy on Apple TV yeah, when I'm bored. Just, just watch, watch that scene. Yes, yeah. I just over twenty. It is my favorite scene of 2016. It is the most amazing thing Batman thing ever put on film. <laughs> like any live action Batman thing. That's yeah. That's the best. Uh, we'd have to have a different discussion about that. Between that and the Dark Knight interrogation scene between oh, Joker, with him and Joker, but. It's the best Batman fight scene ever. Right. Yeah, well, and there that's the operative term, fight scene. Yeah. We've seen Batman fight, fight, fight a lot of times over the years, but this is this depiction of him being Batman and being just a total badass. A a force of nature. Yes. And and that's the way he goes through this room as a yeah. force. And oh yeah, dude. And 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 you think about it, you know, we we talk about that that Vader scene. Yeah, it's this is the, to me that's real close. Yeah, as far as scenes of these movies for this year, and, <clears throat> it just shows you that force. Yeah, the, how you, badass this singular character is. Yeah, and why and we why love people them so much and and why why you know. In you know, well, in Star Wars, you have kind of the good guys fearing yeah. Vader, but, but yeah, these are the bad guys. These are the bad Batman. guys that are fearing Batman, and and it carries that kind of weight. It does, and and how it incorporates, and this is a big thing for me, how it incorporates so much from the Arkham games because, right, um, for you know my formative teenage years, those were a driving Batman force. Like, yeah, I was fourteen, like 
no, no, I was like 17, 19, and fucking like 23 when they came out, dude. I was right. all about that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And that's the fighting style. Yeah. You can just tear through rooms of people. The amount of hours I've put into that actually <laughs> is, I wouldn't like to You'd say. You'd know. There's a lot. But like to see that come to life was just right. phenomenal. That they finally, yeah, to me, hit a home run with yeah. Batman and the way he fights. Yes. Because the other stuff you really think about is rather easy. It He's is. either using his toys or his brain in the Batcave. Yeah. They just hadn't gotten that whole, you know, him throwing down. The the fact that this guy can hold his own in the Justice League. That's right. And and that's and that's the credible. That, yeah. That's what leads to the you know, him being credible. Right. Okay. Uh that was our number two, man. At least one left. Uh the gold medal. And unexpected. The- out of right field. It was. But you got to say, look, we wrote down all the release dates. Yep. It's a testament. Yeah. The staying power. It's the first one. Yep. It was the first nerd movie of the year. It comes out. We saw it and go, oh, my God. Yes. It's, yeah. And stop bearing the lead. Our number one is Deadpool. Hey! Yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Kind of lonesome back here. Little help here. Excuse me. Woo. Dope in the pool. Dead. Why the fancy red suit, Mr. Pool? Oh, that's because it's Christmas Day, Dopender. And I'm after someone on my naughty list. You're probably thinking, this was a superhero movie, but that guy in the suit just turned that other guy into a fucking kebab. Surprise. This is a different kind of superhero story. To tell it right, we gotta take you back before I squeeze this ass in the spandex. Numero uno, we have the chimichangi eating, Merc with the mouth, Deadpool, man. It with the gold out. medal. Can you imagine? No. Hanging the gold medal. On Deadpool. Like on Deadpool. Uh, I, of 2016. <laughs> going back to episode zero, man. I, wow. I was not expecting it, man. I'm not, and, and I, I want to preface it. We're not Deadpool guys. We were never Deadpool guys. No, just knew, yeah, he's a merc. He had a mouth on him. He fucked around he, with the X-Men some. Yeah, but and kind of hopped around. He always had uh, the slight stigma for me as kind of the hot topic hero or, you know, the guy... Guys who didn't really like comic books always liked Deadpool because he always had a ton of guns and looked badass and right. said and just, shit about yeah, women and, just and murdered ate tacos. People. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, this movie just fucking... Well, and you know, when, and if you go back and listen to us... Yeah. Hint, hint. Um, to us, when this movie came out, it was just kind of a warm-up for Batman versus Superman and, and, and Civil War and Civil War. That's what that's what the way we looked at it. Yeah, it's going to be cool, cool and quirky, um, but it's it's just getting us started for yeah, BVS and yeah for BVS and and Cap. So yeah, the expectation was okay. This is going to be cool, but yeah. it ain't going to be BVS no. or or Cap. Yeah, it's some oh, cool superhero movie in February. Exactly, but and no. it's Deadpool, best movie of the year. That's crazy to me, dude. I've seen yeah. this movie from beginning to end over 20 times this year over 15 20 times yeah where um it is fucking hysterical ryan reynolds gives 
one of the most amazing superhero movie, comic book movie performances of all time. Completely, completely unexpected. Well, nah, Ryan Reynolds is the dude. I expected this from Ryan Reynolds. I did not expect to like this movie this much, though. I've always been a Ryan Reynolds dude. Yeah. I like Van Wilder. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> his, his other movies. But, you know, the, the problem was is going into this, he, he was being judged on Green Lantern. Green Lantern, both that and uh, Wolverine. Right. So this was huge iffy. Right. It had no Here's money. Ryan Reynolds, another superhero. Yeah, and he's R.I.P.D. That was a movie he was in. Right. That yep. sucked. Yeah, yeah. It was a comic book movie. With, but was it? Uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. So, not a good track record. No. Now he's like man of the year. Yeah, this is it. Golden Globe nominated. Yeah, it, yeah. This this was it, it. Springboarded him through 2016. Oh my god, dude! This what this movie has done is mind boggling. <laughs> and it, what? It's an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, that's the best part. Dude. Yeah, I yeah. Love, it's a like, quick. It's a quick watch, and you just get you know just shivers. Yeah, you just watch it real quick, <laughs> and it's you piss yourself laughing, and it's yep. fucking. Gory and has, and, but at the same time has so much heart. Yep, like it's a story, love story, a love story mm. where you believe so much love through a ten minute sex scene. Yeah, like, like they just like give you so much uh, fucking emotion between yeah. a hooker and, and a, an assassin, a mercenary assassin. Yeah, in like ten minutes, you're like, this is awesome. Yep, and then give you. And he even tells you that in the in the, in the beginning. Yeah, you know, this is a love story peppered in with the most memorable character of the year. Yeah, he if there's a image that sums up 2016, it's Deadpool. Yep. Like it was the marketing, it it's Ryan Reynolds. Everything yep. he's done, everything. Yep. I and, mean, and yeah, and and now it's because we get we're going to get more Deadpool. Oh yeah, there's so much uh, now. Deadpool's the new Wolverine. Yeah, but it's it's amazing. It proved an R-rated comic book could work. Like all the oh, comedy R-rated. Hits. Yeah. Dude. And just made a good jillion dollars. It made more than Batman versus Superman domestically. That and if you would have said that, I had I thought Batman versus Superman was going to make 2 billion dollars. Yeah. I thought it was going to have like the GDP of like Japan. Right. <laughs> but no, and Deadpool made more. That's yeah. insane to me. Yeah. But it's warranted. Much. It's our, much. My, no, not. No. They're, 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 I, I really don't have any any low points. In the entire in, movie? No, none. It, it just, yeah, it, it had a great flow. Um, and in fact, you probably go, you go back and listen. Um, after BVS came out, you know, we, I, I, I made mention about the, you know, the stop photography they use in Deadpool. Yeah. Which they should have used some of that in the Batman scene. Yeah. Which would have given it so much more gravitas to yeah. that scene, the stop action. Yeah. That was... And Deadpool just nailed it scene after scene after scene and of, you know, his dog. Oh, yeah. How he fought, yeah. how he looked yeah. like, and the humor hits, the fucking fourth wall breaking isn't overused, but serves Just such perfect a perfect spot. Yes. It's the, the supporting cast with TJ Miller, Marina Baccarin, fucking the guy who plays Ajax. You got uh, Colossus, Negasonic like, Teenage Warhead. Like, the, yeah, it's such a smart 
comedy. Well, you know, you 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 say Marvel and the this mouse. is Fox though. No, well, this is Fox, dude. After we just shit on X Men Apocalypse, but right. they gave us Deadpool. That's, yeah, and the yeah. only problem about Deadpool is is that now it means that Fox is going to keep the X Men because now they're viable again. Yeah. But that's fine because de- I give credit where credit's due. I am not biased. I take every movie on its own fucking basis. Right. Yeah. And like I said, yeah. And you know. But they did Deadpool. As long as yeah. they keep it in Ryan Reynolds' hands, I feel like we're good. Yeah. He is Deadpool. Yeah. And uh, his references, dude. Like, come on, man. It's already quotable. Like, I can already be like. It's like McAvoy or Stewart. These timelines are so confusing. Right. Like when he hits Colossus and the thing, he's like, grabs his balls. He's like, Dad? Like just everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's uh, here. There's, there's only two of you. He's you like, didn't have enough money it, for the rest of the X-Men? Like shit like that. But just every <laughs> quote, dude, I can, I, I already know 85% of the movie. Like yeah. everything. And just how iconic they already are like in the little things all the way from you know the big references everyone gets to right. just the little shit he says that the nuggets you never catch until like the 10th watch like there's a moment right before he, when he's talking to colossus and colossus like says it's like where's your off switch and he's like oh it's my prostate and he's hopping around he's like or is that the on switch and you're like just that's right fuck this character yeah. is just great <laughs> <laughs> and it's a superhero movie, dude, yeah. with the yeah. X-Men. And he's so cool in the way he fights. He looks just, like the X-Men. Yeah. That looks like Colossus. Yeah. Negasonic Teenage Warhead had an X-Men uniform Yeah, on. they were X-Men. See, fuck. Whatever. Do that. <laughs> Deadpool's the best, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this was actually the hardest one to pick our best scene from. Yep. We actually had the most difficulty kind of picking one from this. And uh, we kind of cheated a little bit, but it just, it's perfect. It sums up everything. And our favorite moment in the Deadpool is the first, like, five minutes. It's the credits. Oh, yeah. That stop where they, motion. Yeah, the where camera. he's doing, and then it's running everything. Yeah. And all the smart-ass comments that Ryan Reynolds, you know, would make. Yeah. As it was, like, starring God's Perfect Idiot. Uh, you know, a gratuitous cameo, a CGI character, a moody teenager, a British villain, like produced by asshats. And it's just like, yeah. And and, and, and and you're going through this, you know, this this intense scene of just gore. Yeah. Of him just throwing down. And it's to this, you know, music that's so soft. And it's like a pop song. I forget what it is. And then. Like to little things like the Green Lantern photo in the guy's wallet that's yeah. showing up, and and then it, how it shows everything to that moment. Yep, and oh, it's it sums up the movie. It was the most amazing opening of the year of the best movie of twenty sixteen. That's it. And and can you believe that we're saying that? No, I would not have thought that coming <laughs> into twenty sixteen that Deadpool would be the gold medal winner of the nerd movie countdown of 2016, yeah, dude. For legacy characters. That's insane. You know, we've rated, you know, we've rated all of them. I know. We've gone through 11 movies and now two hours and seven minutes to get to the fact that Deadpool is an amazing goddamn yeah. movie. It's for, for a year that just had blockbuster after blockbuster. The little movie that could took yep, it. Yep, that's right. And it's hilarious. I will, it's one of my, it's a top, 10 comic book movie of all time now right 
Yeah. Uh, it's I saw it four times in theaters. That's as right. many times as I saw Batman vs Superman, and we're Batman guys. Oh yeah, exactly. It's... But uh, you know, and in the critical part that I brought up is you know what hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, it's just a, it's a quick nonstop, tight, hilarious, just, yeah, fun action, nonstop fun, fun for an hour and forty five. But minutes. it's also smart. Yeah, it's it, it's it's yeah. it's it's phenomenal what More that Deadpool. movie was able. Yeah, Deadpool two, Deadpool three, Deadpool four. Just just you know do it, do a good job. Yep, that's all I gotta say. Just yeah, keep Fox, doing good. Yeah, Fox and. Uh, you know, we Don't know the fuck it up. yeah we know the track Fist record shake that's it we know the track record yeah man but uh that's it dude that puts a period on 2016 we're ready we're reinvigorated we're back we're ready to take 2017 yeah, by the roll. balls and pick up we got fucking spider-man this year we got thor this year we got justice league wonder woman uh, Guardians, uh, Guardians, God, just yeah. more Logans. Up, we got yep. tons, dude. Tons, so and we tons can, and we're, tons. we can have another great run this year. We got episode eight. Fuck all this shit. Yeah, twenty seventeen is gonna be another great one. Yep. Um, and you know the news is gonna go. So yeah, we'll listen be to, here. You know, listen to what went down. Yeah, we'll be here the whole way. Uh, hopefully, we we'll get back into it. Yeah, uh, get a back routine. We had a lot of fun doing this again. Uh, it was great looking back at twenty sixteen. Um, make sure we got to reach out to us, come to legacycharacters.com. You can go, uh, at Twitter. We're going to get more active on there again. I haven't been checking it, but we're at legacy character singular. Singular. Uh, and then you can come at Facebook Facebook. legacy characters. You can email us at legacy characters at gmail.com. iTunes. Yeah. Most importantly would be iTunes, leaving a rate and review, uh, that kind of stuff. Like, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that stuff. Thank you so much for listening. We love this nerd shit. We love this nerd shit so much. We want to talk it with you. Talk yeah. to us. What was your favorite movie of 2016? That's it. The feedback. Talk to us. Yeah, let us know. This was awesome, Daddy-O. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To a great 2017. Go out and make your legacy. You characters. Ooh.